Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and even though I am not in San Diego, I am already knee-deep in San Diego Comic-Con action. I'm recording this on Thursday, and they have already revealed enough toys for me to want to take out a second mortgage on the house. Uh, so we've already seen... 112 stuff from Mezco. They've got Catwoman. They've got some weird new Joker that I actually don't like at all. Uh, Batman Beyond, which, as I've mentioned before, is not... I, I just never got into it, really. I've seen it, and it's good, but it just something about it didn't do it for me. I probably... If I had the whole collection, I'd sit down and start watching it and probably love it. Uh, but the big things that blew me away where they showed figures of Thor and Hulk from Thor Ragnarok and they look absolutely incredible and then I turn right around and see Hasbro's Marvel Legends versions and incredible is not the word I would use so that and I'm gonna have to think about like do I want I don't want to start collecting MCU 112 figures it's just not in the budget but man those look good okay so there's that Playmates revealed the newest Ninja Turtles crossover line because they've, you know, they've done their WWE figures. In the past, they did Universal Monsters, Star Trek, all kinds of other stuff. Well, now they're releasing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters. Yes, Ghostbusters. And they look incredible. The, the sculpt is great. The likenesses, which it's a weird thing to say that on Ninja Turtles figures, the likenesses are good, but they look just like Ernie Hudson and Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and, and uh, Harold Ramis. It's really bizarre, but they look fantastic. Uh, they're the same scale as the WWE ones. They're six inches rather than the normal uh, four and a half, five inches so or so of the current Ninja Turtles. But they look amazing. They come with little ghosts. They, they're very reminiscent of Kenner's real Ghostbusters toys as far as the accessories that they come with they're great so there's tons and tons of stuff they've already shown some marvel legends that as much crap as i give hasbro uh you know there's no way around the fact that i'm going to be buying their marvel legends when i like the characters that they're making uh which by the way i got the star lord ego entertainment earth exclusive two-pack just came in the mail and the kurt russell likeness on ego is tremendous so i mean look i i hold Hasbro to a certain standard and they don't always hit it, but sometimes they exceed it. I just, you know, since, since Mattel has sort of dropped off my radar to a certain extent, Hasbro is kind of catching Mattel's crap now. So anyway, tons and tons of stuff already coming out from Comic-Con and it's only Thursday and I'm, I'm super stoked to be following along and you too can follow along. Next week's Needless Things podcast is going to be our standard San Diego Comic-Con coverage. Myself, uh, uh, Belligerent Monkey, Head of Research Ryan, and our pal Josh Wilson from the Oncoming Storm podcast will be returning to the show to discuss everything that's shown at San Diego Comic-Con over the weekend, which is why I'm sitting here looking at it now. I've got to get my prep work done. This is This and Toy Fair 
are the most like research intensive episodes that I do all year long. Every once in a while, there'll be something where I do have to like bring some notes or whatever. But these two, like this is days of looking at stuff on the internet. Now, if enough people spread the word about supportphantom.com, maybe next year I could afford to actually be at San Diego Comic-Con covering things live in person, giving you uh, a first-person perspective on things. Or heck, I maybe I could go to Toy Fair next year. But it's up to you to spread the word about supportphantom.com. Go check it out. It's a way that you can help me cover expenses for needlessthingssite.com, for the Needless Things podcast, and for any and all conventions that I go to as Phantom Troublemaker. So, you know, hang in there. Check that out. Uh, you get an exclusive podcast whenever I can do an exclusive podcast. Every once in a while, there'll be some behind-the-scenes pictures or stuff. Dragon Con's coming up, so you're going to get a lot of content during Dragon Con. And uh, there you go. There's that. That's all my, my plugging for today. Well, no, actually it's not because today's episode of the Needless Things podcast is an all-new Needless commentary about the 1987 live-action Masters of the Universe movie. We discussed this during the commentary, so I won't get too far into it. But in 1987, uh, children all over the world were disappointed by the lackluster adaptation of the Mattel toy line. You know, we wanted uh, basically the cartoon, but in live action. And instead, we got Courtney Cox and her boyfriend on Earth playing uh, with a fake-ass orca, which, you know, we'll talk about Gwildor once we get into the commentary. Now, 30 years later, maybe, you know... Opinions have softened. Maybe we have a different perspective. I don't know. Maybe we'll hate this thing even more than we hated Krull. But maybe we'll discover that we have a certain fondness for the work of director Gary Goddard. Our pal William Stout, who's been on the show, well, who, who's been on a panel with me at Dragon Con a couple of times, which ended up in him being on the show, whether he knows it or not. And uh, Dolph Lundgren, Frank Langella and a cast that, quite frankly, does a great job. So, I hope that you've gone to NeedlessThingsSite.com and are familiar with the Amazon Square in the top right corner of the website. Now, if you're looking at the mobile site, I don't think you even see that square, so you're going to have to get on your PC, click on that square, and go order the Masters of the Universe Blu-ray, which has tons of special features. It's a great transfer. It looks wonderful. Uh, go order it. it. It's like 15 bucks or less, I believe, right now. And uh, wait for it to arrive, pop it in, watch it, and then watch it again and listen in as the Needless Things Irregulars provide our witty input on the movie. And our special guests this week are uh, Mr. Bo Brown, my lovely co-host... <laughs> who's, who's uh, probably co-hosted a grand total of 15 uh, of the 170 episodes we've done, and sitting in for the Rad Ranger who decided to go to uh, Florida for a weekend instead of showing up for the, for the commentary, our pal, and, and hitting the coveted Needless Things trifecta three episodes in a row, the award-winning Bobby Nash, who who is absolutely fantastic and, and quite frankly, may replace uh, Red Ranger. But uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. We could never replace Red Ranger because there, there's just not much to make fun of about Bobby. So it, while we had a great time recording, we were definitely missing something. Uh, the 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 Red Ranger 
mocking element is is at a minimum. Although we do still get some digs in, obviously. Uh, so guys, sit back, put in your copy of Masters of the Universe, whether you've got it on VHS, Laserdisc, Blu-ray, whatever, and listen in as the Needless Things Irregulars provide our unique perspective on this 30-year-old film. 30. 30 years ago. Man, I'm old. Masters of the Universe, 1987 live-action movie, DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, whatever you have it on, and uh, stick it in. It could be a laser disc, probably. Probably on YouTube. Uh, yeah, well, no, we don't encourage that. Uh, no, we don't care either way. Uh, put it in and listen along as we watch this fine piece of uh, cinematic history now from Canon Films, ladies and gentlemen. Masters of the Universe. Okay, so before it kicks into high gear, which it does so many times. <laughs> it pretty much starts out with action. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, it gets right to it. Uh, uh, while we're still in these hideous blue like Microsoft 97 <laughs> titles. <laughs> um, I, I saw this... opened word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Looks like a shitty PowerPoint. Uh, Bo, you and I both saw this in the theater. Yes. And, oh, and you did too, like when it came out? Yep. Interesting. I, even, I, was so, like, I was like 10. So as a child, you could, you still might be interested in things. Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I know. I liked stuff back then until life kicked me in the balls enough. Well, this, this movie was the start of it, I think. <laughs> but uh, first, let's talk about this. Uh, tremendous Castle Grayskull designed it's, by William Stout. And it's huge. I mean, like, mm-hmm. when you think about the, where, they, where you see the sorcerer standing in the eye of the skull there, yeah. the Castle Grayskull is big. A little tiny speck. And it's and all been built out by Skeletor, too, as, since he's taken over it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and reach and say that this, this rainbow graphic effect is somewhat reminiscent of the Filmation logo. It also, it's filmation it's filmation early, logo meets the opening to they the, were the Superman movies. Early, yeah. early on inclusive, trying to involve the LGBT community. I think you're right, and, and I will say I'm a little surprised that I haven't seen the banner picked up by the community for this movie because there's they already there's, have a Babadook. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. I, did that, I, I don't we'll know. Oh, actually, that. I do. Know. Like I, leather daddies are a whole thing, and like He Man's outfit. Would look right at place. Well, there is the definitely hair, a very the strong, the eagle. Uh, you know, uh, gay dude He-Man contingent. I mean, on the sure, forums and everything, sure, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they're all into it. Like it's 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 this, you know, He-Man fans is this really interesting mix of like people who like He-Man and pro wrestling. Yeah, people who like He-Man and like the fabulousness of all of it. 
and then like the like you know my angle like the sort of science fiction fantasy geeky people who dig it because of that whole element. Real like, quick, we just saw the credit for production designer William Stout, who's been on the Needless Things podcast uh, a couple of times now. Uh, also worked on the Conan movies. And, oh, and I is, remember. I saw a panel with him one year. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, he is tremendous. Uh, I'm always happy to get to talk to him. And Fantastic dinosaur artist as well. Yes, yes. And uh, the production, you know, out of the things you may criticize about this movie, of which there are many, uh, production and costume design is not one. <coughs> yeah, it okay. looks great. It that just needs more of all. Like everything yeah, that's in right. it is good. It just needs like twenty times more of everything you see. Less, less of it's Charlie's main, music shop. Its, it's main problem was that it didn't spend like a hundred percent of its time on Eternia. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There's no Eternians. There is no like Eternian villages. There's no. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see any of the other locations. You don't see the forests or the swamps or, you know, any of that stuff. There's a whole planet of cool... You do see these bottomless gray skull pits. Look at it. It looks looks like a skull. Like it does. I see the skull now. Yeah. Yeah. See the skull in the foreplan. Yeah, even Skeletor were my little Well, of the skull. I mean, yeah. if you're going to name your castle Grayskull, you're clearly going for a whole motif right. thing there. Yeah. And you might as well stick with it. You better follow through on the branding. Yeah. Uh, so, but we're, man, we're about to get a reveal here of Skeletor and his glory here. Well, here's Evil Lynn, who <laughs> Meg Foster, who is just fantastic. Flawless Look listening. at that Skeletor. Yes. Meg, my Meg gosh. Foster, it hurt, there's something about Meg like, Foster's eyes. Meg Foster's kind of hot, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and everything she does, there's something with her eyes that just... They're well, mesmerizing. The, I mean, the, the coloration. I mean, that's natural color in her eyes for yeah, everybody that's not very, familiar with the actress yeah. already. So, I mean, she automatically has an intensity that, yeah. that a lot of actresses mm-hmm. don't carry. But this, uh, the makeup on Skeletor is just amazing. It is amazing. amazing. Uh, and at no point does it ever look bad. No, uh-huh. there, there's it, not a moment of, like, fakeness to it. <laughs> And I, I think if this was made today, he wouldn't look as good. I would agree. I think they yeah, would try to CGI. Yeah. 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 It'd be motion capture with a CG overlay. Yeah. It, it might actually be the literal floating skull, which in a live action movie is not going to look. Well, quite I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if they, you know, Planet of the Apes is doing some pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. You know, if you get that team on it, they're well, not going to well, have that I, team on it. And I will say too here because I mean, the, as cool as it looks. Frank Langella working that mask. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's great. Brings he's, it to a whole he's the, extra the level. Best actor. If he wasn't in this movie, it would be much more difficult to watch. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He definitely makes it. And uh, he, he, he shows a lot of expression mm-hmm. for wearing all that on his face. He still shows a lot of yeah. expression. Well, and but they they did something very smart with all of the makeups in this movies where they left the actors' eyes fairly visible. Yeah. Like all yeah. of them have sort of a surrounding area, but you can still mm-hmm. see their eyes, yeah. and you get a lot of expression out of these makeups. Now, the the mouths don't all look as good as Skeletor's. Yeah, but yeah. like the eyes, you, you actually get a lot of acting through these makeups. Looks- just altogether terrible. I, no, I don't great. even agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Beastman looks pretty cool. Looks terrible. I just think he looks like a you know. Yeah, he looks like a wolf man. He like looks a, like a dude wearing like like a. He looks like a wolf man, not an ape man. He, he, should, like be, he should be more apish. Yes. He looks yeah. like a dude wearing a bunch of carpets. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I think he, he's very reminiscent of Hammer's mm-hmm. uh, Hammer's werewolf. Well, and you know this is that the Eternia is an alien planet because of they are filming at the Salt Flat. The yes. Where uh, so many Star Trek episodes have been filmed in front of those rocks. Ah, yes. Yeah, totally so he man comes out. He's fighting some 
Skeletor's goons. He's got these sort of Empire-looking Skeletor goons. Yeah, but he they, man-handedly takes. Did y'all notice that they just like had a cut where they just zoomed in on his nipples for a second? <laughs> <laughs> it was really odd. <laughs> I was noticing that too. Like with all the costume design, you know, you've got Evelyn and Tila who are literally covered up head to toe. Yeah. Unlike yeah. their traditional costumes that show mm. a lot of skin. Yeah. yeah. And then He Man's just he's, he's just running around. Naked. You know, he's looking all He Man now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. I mean, they definitely came at this from more of a science fiction slant than the fantasy aspect. Yeah. They they knew they had to give the characters swords, but everything in it is is much more leaning into the sci-fi element than well, the Well, I mean, Evelyn uses some magic. Skeletor definitely uses magic. Right. But the good guys don't use any magic. No. No. Magic is evil. We all know that. And even He-Man choosing his gun more than he chooses his sword. And is just in prison throughout the entire movie. And here's yep. Gwildor, who looks like Gwildor. a fuzzy, rotting so, skin disease. Our budget Orko. <laughs> Shingles, as he said. Who I, who I prefer. <laughs> his face. I, I prefer Gwildor to Orko, though. Having really yeah. thought about He's it. He's got a better story than Orko does. Orko's just like, I'm the court magician. Like, literally, my job is comedy relief. I guess they're more upfront with Orko, though. Well, it's like, I am the court magician. My yeah, job right, is comedy right. relief. Whereas Gwildor is like, I'm the locksmith and the and an inventor. But Orko and is comedy completely really. incompetent and ruins everything. Whereas Gwildor, like, you know, he's he's a little silly, but yeah. he doesn't actively ruin everything they try to do. And he gets right. the job done. Yeah, he gets yeah. the job yeah. done. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, we we're supposed to be counting. And he got on that bucket of chicken. Uh, yes, yes, he did. We, we have to, we have to get started on this because we're, it's about to start. Uh, Masters of the Universe drinking game. Every yeah. time they show an exploitative shot, uh, exploitative shot of Tila's butt, you have to take a drink. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is uh, canon. Keep count. Which is canon. It is canon <laughs> from the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, from from um, animated Tila's majestic squat into mm-hmm. screen moves or squat into shot moves. I guess squat into shot. Squatting the shots. And here it comes. Our first one. Oh, no, wait. I thought we got one right there. I think we might have actually just missed it. Yeah, you might be right. We We were so focused on Tila's butt that we missed Tila's butt. I love this locking mechanism. And then that's a funny sight gag. It's a great. That's that's fine. I'm okay with that. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that isn't. Uh, and this is a cool set, too. I mean, you know, like Yoda's Cave. Yoda's Cave, yeah. But with steampunk shit. (laughs) Yeah. Steampunk, he's steampunk Yoda. <laughs> I want to call this steampunk. I mean, this I, is this I, is Magitek. If you, there's no top hats, there's no monocles. This is Magitek. Look, look at Magitek. that. Look at that clock shit in the middle right there. If All you the saw, if I you don't saw, see cogs. I see like like dialy looking things. If you saw a steampunk person walking around with the cosmic key with no prior reference to the cosmic key, you would not bat an eye. Well, maybe not. But you, you would be like, oh, this. I feel like there should be a, some sort of net attached maybe as well, but I like the rotating knife design yeah. on the Cosmic Key. Please look directly into Cosmic Key before activating. Like, this almost it almost looks like something out of Phantasm. Like, it is, this is yeah. the next step yeah. of the, the ball. The like, yeah. the tall man pulls this thing out and just sticks it into somebody's stomach. Boy. This is where we find that in the sequel, Grildor would have been the enemy. Well, yeah, Gwildor's like, oh, I've also been working on this cube. What do you guys think? Yeah. Like, no! <laughs> oh, yeah, it goes to other dimensions. It'll be fun, right? <laughs> Hellraiser meets Masters of the Universe. I found these I tones. I found these strange series of tones written on this piece of paper. Let's try it out. <laughs> they came to me in a dream. So, uh, to go back, 
to seeing it in the theater. 1987 yeah. uh, is when this movie was released. Arian Bo and I all saw it in the theater. I was born. Uh, yeah, Ryan was born in 1987, so it would have been inconsiderate uh, for his parents to have I, taken him to see it. I first saw it on VHS, so I, my parents or cable. See, my, I saw I didn't see it. I was... My parents were the dicks who took their newborn into into see Star Wars a couple Me too. months after he was born. Me too. I was a year old. I was old, apparently and I don't remember it, I don't. I don't remember it. Um, but I was so <laughs> yeah, hyped for this movie because He Man and the Masters of the Universe was uh, it was one of the biggest things of the eighties. Yeah. Uh, now by 1987, I hadn't picked up that you were a fan. We, yeah, right? Uh, there, the shot. there it is. There it is. Everybody take a drink. Yeah. Uh, I, there it is. There, that, there that is no... There's not even any describing how excited I was for this movie. Even yeah. though He-Man was not my favorite franchise, it was one that I very much wanted to see a big movie of because the action adventure. Magic, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was... It promised to be the next Star Wars yeah. in, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I think and, that's how they were hyping it, too. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And my mom took me to see it, as she did with all the genre movies back in the day. Look at that steampunk bullshit. Are you telling Really? Okay, okay. Really? I, now there's gears. I okay. see the gears. But I still think it's more Magitech than steampunk. Um, so we went to see it. And at this point in the movie, it's, you know, it's different from what I know. But I'm still on board because, I mean, it, it looks pretty cool. I can recognize the characters. Man-at-Arms is an orange and green, and that disappoints me. Yeah. Tila is in a space like jumpsuit. Yeah. But look at the butt. I couldn't be disappointed. Tila looks that. like she walked out of the Ewok movie. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Holy Ouch. Shit, That's totally. harsh, but you're right. No, you're totally right. Uh, the sorceress just doesn't look anything like a bird. I wouldn't be backing up in this damn castle know, right? at all. Yeah, right. 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 Uh, let's, all, let's also remember to mention that, you know, that they left... Gwildor's uh, workshop out of like a secret passageway and then just walked, just walked into, into the Skeletor yeah. controlled Castle Grayskull. Yeah. And there's no guards around the sorcerers. Yeah, well, we've, yeah. we've got a story to get to. We can't be bothered with things like details. Right. But uh, this mm-hmm. is this is for those watching at home that didn't realize it, which is understandable. This is the sorceress played by yeah. Christina Pickles. Christina Pickles. Which great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you also might not recognize... Uh, he-Man's sword, because it doesn't look anything like He-Man's sword. Uh, the He-Man's sword, I don't know, I got some better looks at it. it, it, it yeah? And it, it looks, I mean, it's got the swoopy things it's on it. I mean, it's similar, close. but it's not. It's close, it's not, it's not, not right. Like, no. They, they could have done a better job. If they're gonna, if they're gonna straight up put him in a diaper, then they might as well get the sword <laughs> spot on. Although it's not a furry diaper, which bothered it's me not. too. It's not, it's more of a, like a pant, like a diaplet. And, and notice it, it's super high up in the back, for for uh, presumably for squatting purposes. Yeah. There's lots of squatting. And he's wearing a cape, which He Man never wore a cape in the show. But no, but it does look cool. I'm fine with the cape. The cape with the shoulder. Well, he never had shoulder. Yeah, he yeah. never had shoulder pads either. But yeah. I, I think Skeletor's costume. costume is awesome. It's tremendous. It the sparkly bodysuit. He and Evil Lynn both have like a sparkly bodysuit on, oh, yeah, but it's right. like. It doesn't look as dumb as that sounds. Like, if you right. were just listening to this without watching it, you'd think, wow, that sounds super like uh, Xanadu. But yeah. it isn't. It's it's cool. Because there's enough armor and kibble and stuff on top of this. Skeletor, it's, it's cool. Skeletor's staff looks 
dynamite. Yes, yeah, looks, they, the staff looks fantastic. They actually super improved on the Havoc staff. It's design. not, yeah, it's it's not even just like I mean, they they could have totally just been like goat skull, boom, yeah. done. He has little skulls on his fingertips, yeah, little chrome skulls. That's yeah. uh, I mean, the the attention to detail in all of the costuming because I mean, you look at Man at Arms, and like I said, he's not orange and green. But it looks as Bo was pointing out, yeah, it's, I mean, got, it's all there. It's yeah, the, the, it's got the little tank thing on the chest. Uh, the, obviously, it, there's a nod to the big. I don't even know what you call that. The big chin cover, the, the mask, yeah. type thingy. He's got weapons strapped to his. He's back. He's got weapons strapped to his back. Yeah, but but there's. It's like a dialed back version, and then Teal's costume doesn't look anything like anything. No, other than the Ewok movie. Well, but uh, <laughs> somebody pointed out uh, that her headband. Mm. Was that okay? Both you look at, yeah. If you look at the headband from the back, it almost looks like Tila's tiara, just sort of turned around backwards into a headband. See, I, I agree with Fam that they probably just accidentally shot half the movie right. with it turned back. That, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. The costume designer yeah. made that thing, and, and no it's like, time. here you go, and she puts it on backwards, and like halfway through filming, they're like, like wait, wait, holy wait. shit, right. yeah. your headband's on backwards, dumb dumb. And like, that's the type of thing that would happen at right. production. And yeah. Gary Goddard was just like, guys, come on, yeah, it's right. He Man. So then Gwildor gets the key working, they're getting fired at by a bunch of bad guys, and, and they've got a beautiful the spectrum lighting up behind him. I didn't notice that little fort, like, little spatial thing that, like, it kind of pulled, like, the space kind of pulled in before yeah. the portal opened. That was pretty Yeah, cool. warped reality yeah. a little bit. Which, which they follow up in a minute here with that laser bolt that goes off yeah. to the side into it. I think that was a nice neat, touch, yeah. too. Like, it's, it's so funny because... You know, and we'll get to the disappointing part in just a few minutes here, but <laughs> as disappointing as some of this movie was, there's so many little details that are like, it showed that they were thinking about how things worked. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at those bolts just warping yeah, around yeah. the portal. Like, that's cool. awesome. They did a lot of little things right that they, like, missed the big picture. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, they yeah. did. So, well, it's not, it's not that they missed the big picture. It's that they just they got their money taken away. And yeah, they, they didn't have yeah. the budget do it the way that, that, you know, they threw out tons of art and tons of stuff that they just couldn't. I would they, love to see a whole movie like this set in the Oh, that'd be fantastic. That's what it was supposed to be. Now, and then they, you know. Now, you brought up, Bobby, I think you brought up that originally this was not even a Masters movie. That's correct. Yeah, it, was ori- it was originally envisioned as a... Uh, Jack Kirby's Fourth World, uh, New Gods movie. That would uh, be awesome. Would you, you can, yeah. would have been Orion, mm-hmm. Skeletor would have been Darkseid, etc., etc. And there's a, you can still see a lot of that, those touches. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and Evil Lynn even could have been well, Granny Goodness and the Furies would have been the Murder. Well, the Evil Lynn could have been Granny Goodness. Than, uh, they well, should have cast Don Rickles as Granny Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and say James Tolkien could have still yeah. taken a role in this thing and been Granny Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know what? I would still go with it. Who would Courtney Cox have been? Ooh, that's a good point. Well, but at least in in, in the, the, the New God stuff, they did come to Earth and meet people. I don't what? remember yeah. that. Name, nipples look oddly action figure-like. Like, they, they don't have a particular color. I wonder if they make up them out what, a little bit. I think that's what happens when you're, like, super ripped. I don't know. That. Your nipples, like, just turn into, like, unnoticeable mounds? Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't know. 
Yeah, so you can kind of see Tila's tiara like sticking out the back of her head there. This is where I noticed but it. Towards, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like that yeah. I wonder if she did just put it on backwards because that's a bizarre design. It right? Is. Yeah. yeah. I, I will have to listen to the actual commentary for the. Uh, this is come on. Yeah. Oh, well, at least they're making it seem like he's not a human. They're making it right, like, right. It's you know, he's weird. some weird little alien and, kind of race. And it's an effect. Like, yeah. is they mm-hmm. actually had to make an effect mm-hmm. for that water to shoot out of his head, and his ears move around and yeah. stuff. Like, it's not. He's not bad. He's. he's he, I mean, he's hideous, mm-hmm. but within the context of of his hideousness, it's quality. Right, and He Man with his MacGyver hair. <laughs> that that is some nice feathered blondness going on right there. So, we're on Earth now, and this is the point where I started to be a little upset as an 11-year-old watching this movie. My my main takeaway, the thing that I remember most from this movie is being annoyed with my stepbrothers and uh, stepsister, because, like, my dad took all of them along with us and they sucked and were, like, poorly behaved and talked all throughout the movie. Oh, Mm. like we're doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. See, I wasn't quite as disappointed yet because they still could be somewhere else on Eternia. Right. Well, at this. Well, and also at this point, you. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess we don't know that they're on Earth yet. It's, We're about to find out. Yeah. yeah. Well, even when we well, even see with the, cow, the cow, you don't know. It could because it's got this it's weird. Cow. Until we run into, until we get to Robbie's chicken, that's yeah. 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 Then I'm still like, wait, then it's like, wait, it goes downhill for a while. Yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah. wait, what? What is? They don't have Robbie's the chicken. The beginning and the end yet. of this movie is awesome. Yes, this is my first time seeing it, and like the first, like the whole opening battle, and I was like, this is badass. Like I'm totally at. Yeah, you were excited. Yeah, you were like, I have not seen this before because then they get to the chicken joint, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, see the it, it's it's one of those things. It's like uh, I remember my my dad was always telling me he's like he's like oh yeah he's like the movie sucks. So like I never really watched it, but I always looked at the back and always saw Skeletor and I was like man he looks fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, but uh, never never actually got a chance to watch it till now. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a cool and disappointing. Good journey. That could be a drinking game too. Every time they say it, I don't know. I think they only say it, and times. that's dangerous yeah. because when they do say it, they say it a bunch, bunch right, right. Well, yeah, you're right. They say it to yeah. each other. That's true. So you, you do like five shots, shots at once, like yeah. three points across the movie. Mm, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we are now. There's ribs and chicken. There's where it goes downhill. And this is the part where I guess I guess this would be the part where 11 year old me was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, this is where 11 year old me was. I mean, my mom was sitting next to me, yeah. and I, I was still in the mode of being thankful she nodded off before they said shit in Transformers, so oh, yeah. I totally didn't say, what the fuck? But I know I was thinking it. Yeah. I was definitely, like, not happy at this turn of events. Yeah. Someone. Mostly because, like, the highest quality Courtney Cox is clearly Cougar Town. Courtney Fox. <laughs> Courtney Cox. Courtney Fox. Courtney Fox. You got that right, buddy. (laughs) And not this, like... And look at at this cheesecake, old white bra strap, while she's munching on the chicken. On the saloon doors. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird-themed restaurant. I don't know if I Mm -hmm. like it. 
don't know if I... Well, Robbie had, you know, Robbie wanted you to be able to, like, you know, why should I have to choose between ribs or chicken? Right. Well, actually, I do like that. But, I have an option. But the, yeah. the cowgirls with the, uh, waitresses with the little six guns and the... Yeah, no, I like yeah. that they've yeah. got the, the actual is your, holsters. And is your flare mm-hmm. loaded? Yeah. So is this Texas? Is that since they're walking around armed? Are we assuming this is a small town in Texas? And is what is this? What is is he in a hearse? That's a band. He's a musician, dude. He's a band. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, depending on what kind of music he makes, it could be a hearse. Yeah. Right. It was a van. You saw it from the outside. Yeah. It was a big, stupid, ugly red van. Yep. And we, we mentioned, since we mentioned Courtney Cox, and you know, she dinner. obviously goes on to do Friends and whatnot. Her, her boyfriend is played by Robert Duncan McNeil, who's probably best known for being on Star Trek Voyager. Ah, that's the same dude. And then Courtney Cox finds all of her inspiration for her character visually from Skeletor in Cougar Town. That's true. Nice. Her that career has really come full circle. Yeah, that was, uh, that was that was Arians mm-hmm. that I think you. Yes, yeah, we might have derailed you from getting around to that joke. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's okay. I've never seen Cougar Town, so I honestly don't know. I think I saw like five minutes of it. I was like saying, "See, look, okay, you, get, you, you get a really good look at the there. back of the tiara there." Yeah, you're right. It's it's pretty busy for being the back part. I I now that we've said it, I almost feel like I've heard that that happened. Really? Yeah. I will we'll find out. And I'll uh we'll we'll never go back and verify for the mm-hmm. listeners. Uh you guys are totally going to have to look that up because I'll never remember and look the crest on the top of his helmet has been it's used the in the classic toys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah on and his shoulder as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in case we forget to mention it later on, Skeletor's troopers also have this weird, like, it's got a skull and wing motif, Yeah, but the skull's, like, facing to the side. It's not head-on. Making out in the convertible. Very easy. Well, they're hiding out in the bushes. Ugh. I love this too. We mentioned Very curvy. They're, they're all supposed to be searching different sectors, and yeah. all three, oh, the three oh, of them end up at Robbie's chicken. Two locations. The shoot siren it. call of Robbie's chicken right. and ribs. Yeah. It, it is <laughs> not. <laughs> it, I mean, that is that is clearly the center point. Oh, oh, that is, oh that's gross. Actually, uh, is this like the only like civilians we see is at Robbie's? Pretty much, yeah. yeah you're right. That's Robbie's for, like, and Charlie. 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 Yeah, we just him walking outside of Charlie. The janitor gets the shit kicked out of him in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of dialogue going on in the scene. You know, they're they're talking a lot about stuff. So that's why he man isn't in the scene. <laughs> he's all he's all searching his actual <laughs> sector. Yeah, and in broad daylight in Adam's his man pants, very very runs into zero people. Yes, this town has a population. Not yeah. so much with speaking roles. Yeah, yeah. He, he, has, he says, "I will, I must break you." Yeah, Lundgren hadn't quite uh, become the actor that he is now. Here's the Here's the very confused by that statement. Which yeah. statement? He, he hadn't quite become the actor that he is now. No, what no, no. Actor he's, is he now? No, he's been in some stuff lately and has been like yeah. he's done some. Uh, I, I can't remember the. He was a fantastic season-long villain on Arrow last season. Yeah, he was solid on Arrow. Um, solid. There's some movie he did recently. There was actually I really good. Like halfway through the third season. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's what, a habit what, show. Like, it, it got too... Like, I, the second season was just so great, and then it got so soap opery. And, and for the listeners, for the listeners, if you're wondering uh, just how good an idea it was to bring He-Man and his friends to Earth, we're, we're now, talking about fucking Arrow. Right? <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing going on right now. Right, because, well, because, like, because no, Courtney Cox is okay. No, Courtney Cox is all like sad because her parents are dead. Which, this which, is when you're a ten-year-old who like 
has the Castle Grayskull playset, clearly this is what you want to see. Oh, yeah. 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 I was furious. I was like, because out of the gate, I, I, to me, I was like, nobody looks like they're supposed to. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, even that though my first even thought. though now, well, looking back, like, I can look at Man-at-Arms and be like, okay, I can see it. Yeah. Seven-year-old Bo was like, this doesn't look right at all. I yeah. am so mad. And then I, they go to Earth. I, I was even more mad. I didn't have action figures of these two. <laughs> right, right. I well, can't even, remember their names. Sorry, something like that. Even though. He doesn't look exactly the same like he didn't have the free penis. Well, dude, I'm telling you, 11 year old me was mad that there was no fur on his leather diaper. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the only way I can relate to this is like me seeing the Super Mario movie, because I was like the same way. Yeah. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's now another. I'd like, be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but when I saw it, I was so pissed. Yeah. I was like, this is not I, like the game. I haven't <laughs> seen Super Mario. We'll have to do a commentary on Super Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Because it's such a terrible movie. I haven't seen it since. so bad. I haven't seen it since it enraged me in the theater. The only, much, the yeah. only good thing about that movie is Mojo Nixon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like how they find something to fall out of the Mojo sky and just start pushing buttons. Right. Yeah, Bobby's actually watching the movie, so we should probably and, pay and attention. And to their credit, to their credit, they don't point the pointy end at their face when mm-hmm. they push stuff. But they are like... Also, they don't, try, also they don't try and use it as a blood blood. What a tremendous transition that was. His sparkly cape. Wish I'm Skeletor! Oh, I love him. And I love that throne. And Evelyn's costume, I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like Evelyn. No, she doesn't. But she, doesn't she looks look. awesome. She looks great, but, but in her character, and her character is on point. Yeah, you know, up to you know, even up to the point where she's like, "Okay, Skeletor is losing right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck yeah. Out. yeah. All, all the villains behave mostly the same. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes, including Skeletor blowing it at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I love these looks on his face, oh, especially, especially with the maniacal he acts, smiles. He acts so well through all that makeup, yeah. you know. So yeah, we. As kids, we want them to look like the cartoon or the yeah. toys or whatever, which is yeah. funny because even the cartoon and the toys don't always look the mm-hmm. same. No. Yeah. But uh, th- this was, you know, it started off with a left turn and ended with a uh, straight downward Albuquerque. That's uh, when you always say, I must have missed the left I'm turn. Left turn. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the left turn and a turn. Now we're at the Enchantment Under the Sea pre-show. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is, the, this is also like foreshadowing. Because his being able to play the keyboard, you know, it's important. It's important. Yeah, but I but I don't want to have to have like Earth yeah. foreshadowing yeah. a thing that to foreshadow a plot device that isn't in any of the media right. that this is based yeah. on. All right, you guys, I yeah. totally missed the most important note I made on our <coughs> initial run through, and that is the fact that when Courtney Cox got into uh, Hair Guy's van, van yeah. there was a song playing, and that right. song oh. is yeah. "Living in a Box." By the band Living in a Box from their debut album Living in a Box. It is one of the worst songs I have ever heard in my life. But is they're it, pretty is original. It as bad as the, is it as bad as the theme song to Hard Ticket to Hawaii? What are you even fucking talking about? Were you here for that theme yeah. song? No, Living in a Box is t- terrible, but it's on one of the Living in Oblivion 80s New Wave CDs that I have. And it came on in the car. So you recognized it? And yeah, and I was like, holy shit, it's that terrible song that played, and I didn't know where it was from. So it's, uh, they used, they paid 
to use that shit song in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's another song that we'll mention later on. Somebody, but right now, somebody involved with the production of the movie had to be related to some <laughs> friends with box. living in a box. So, oh, so now we, we have, have our Empire, Empire, yeah, Empire Strikes Back scene. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Dalton. Look how good blade. that looks. Sorod yeah. is awesome. Okay, so we've got. Man looks like crab. Yeah, I think Beast Man. Uh, he looks better than the Cyclops. But of all the ones... That's a really fucking low <laughs> bar, man. You're right. You're right. That um, is damning with faint praise okay. ever there is. So we've got... Let's talk Let's talk analogs. We've got, okay, so we've got Blade. Beast, well, Beastman is Beastman. Beastman is Beastman. Oh, he doesn't look like mm-hmm. Beastman. He looks like, like, like uh, Grizzlor. Like, he looks like Curse of the Werewolf. Yeah. Or Grizzlor. Which that poster I just realized is right above me. Sure. And then we've got Karg, who looks like he's got a critter for a face. I think Karg is Karg is female. I'm sticking with that. All right. Karg's got a nice rod. I can see that. No, I, no, think, I, I think Karg it. is female. And then, yeah, I'll get by that. Saurad is our lizard sort of guy. He's got a nice throat sack. Yeah. Well, it looks amazing. Like, every time they show Saurad, it's yeah. like that thing is moving. It's like, mm-hmm. it's such a nice touch enough. that was unnecessary. Yeah. Saurad should have lasted longer. Spoilers. <laughs> well, and, and for those for those at home, Mattel said you you will let you use Beastman, but you can't really use any or or Sorod's more like a merman analog, really. Um, uh, you, yeah, we'll, you're, we'll, right. you're not allowed to kill any of our characters. Yeah. So if you want to do the, you know, classic villain, yeah, I'm going to make a show, make an example of one of my people. Right. You you need to. So they ended up creating Blade, Sorod, and um, yeah. and and. Card. So you can't Blade, possibly negatively impact action figure sales. Do, do you think Blade is trap jaw ish? He's trap jaw ish in the bit. sense that he's a weapons master and he has the the chin strap right. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm just sad there's no Fisto. Well, of course you are. <laughs> and here they are. And they all do they all do their little intros. Poses. They're yeah. hop. They're hop out of the the boom the, 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 the trading card yeah. pose. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Ha! Uh, I am serpentine and reptilian. I'm not sure he said this, but this is a very like Power Rangers moment. Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting we're getting Beastman's hilarious uh, run in in yeah. just a minute here. Okay. <laughs> so we have this poor unfortunate soul that's about to encounter these fucking freaks running around the high school. Right. Fresh Russell. out of the Dancing in the Dark video. Yeah. And we're actually going to meet oh, a civilian. Is he a, co- he's a coach or a yeah. janitor or both? He's, oh, he's, he's a janitor. You're right, he's a janitor. Belt. He's got a tool belt on. Yeah. Or a handyman. He probably oh, look at look, look, watch, look at Beastman's that's little that's run. That is hilarious. Tell me that doesn't so look like a dude in a pile of carpet. He was facing Beastman, and Beastman hit him. And then he and goes, he's yeah. flying the other way out. The yeah, and that's that too. The first that's, time, yeah. uh, well, you Literally, know, it's, the it's, continuity director <laughs> of this movie. The what now? <laughs> right. <laughs> This is Canon Films. They could not afford it. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. Which, by the way, there's a documentary on Canon Films. I can't remember what it's called right now, but uh, it's tremendous. Everybody should check it out. Uh, what else did they do? Beastman hate tinsel. Oh, Canon did tons. Of, I, we can't get into it right now because mm-hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head. Canon did a lot of your favorite movies from the 80s. Okay. Yeah, they did, but they were, they were all Where's fairly... Our, oh, I can't look shit up on my phone right now because it's recording. Somebody, who's our head of oh. research today? Uh, since Red, Red Ranger is not here to claim that this influenced the He-Man cartoon. <laughs> Canon films. Uh, so, run, Courtney, run! 
Lots of chaos happening in the high school. I, I, I like Beast Man. He right. doesn't look Beast He doesn't talk. He doesn't look like an ape man. He's brown like Grizzlor, not orange like Beast Man. And those darts are freaking awesome. The darts were awesome. Mm-hmm. That, that was a nice, nice shot. Like, so, There are a lot of, as corny as some of this is, there are a lot of really solid shots where they, like... There is good editing. Like, there's no flaws. Like, when those darts hit and it went back to him, there wasn't this, like, weird gap. Like, right. the people that made oh, wow. this... They did, like, a bunch of, like... Old also, here's an important question. Where is the small-town fire department? Because not only does the school catch on fire, <laughs> Charlie's Music Shop catches on fire. Yeah, there's a, no fire department to be found. This is a rationally-minded libertarian paradise where you know, <laughs> pay to have your fires put out. Blade just, like, chopping through like the game this. is awesome. That's great. That's awesome, like, yeah. That, yeah, there's now, no... the uh, Canon Films did a bunch of, like, classic crappy horror movies, like uh, <laughs> Schizoid, Dr. Heckle, and Mr. Hype, The Happy Hooker Goes to Hollywood. Uh, that sounds awesome. Enter the Ninja, mm-hmm. New Year's Evil, Death Wish 2. Ooh, there you go. Missing Lady, in action. Lady Chatterley's Lover, The Last American Version. <laughs> Othello, The Black Commando. I want to see that movie. They, 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 uh, Canon Films is well, also one, responsible for... The four clowns. Oh God! Cannon Films is also <laughs> responsible for breaking and breaking two electric boogaloo. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, I mean they had a wide we're array. They were oh, Emmanuel Four. Were they responsible for the Emmanuel series? Yeah, there you go. Emmanuel meets the candle. Okay, so we have uh, Courtney Cox's noise. character, whose name I don't even know. Julie. Julie. Julie just ran into this big naked man while she's being chased by these giant monster freaks. And uh, it's like, hey, big naked man, it's I'm like gonna Christmas trust you. storage. There is Christmas storage, yeah. and Christmas and tubes, and everything, and gasoline, and yeah, I mean, again, everything that for the and most part, voice. everything other than really everything that Delta the minions do is good. You know, Delta Force Two is the jam. Let me just—I'm looking here at the canon, the yeah, movie that Canon put out directly before this one. Was Superman for the quest for peace? Oh, Yikes! Oh, <laughs> Robotech the movie. This movie's way better than Superman. Texas Chainsaw. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. This Dude. movie's way better than Crawl. Canon yeah. also yeah. did uh, Highlander. They are responsible yeah. for Highlander, which I like. Yeah, I mean, Canon had some yes. some big movies to yeah. their uh, purely accidental. And Alan Quartermain in the Lost right. City of Gold. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, a awesome! True Richard classic. Chamberlain. Is that right? I think so. Uh, yeah, yes. So. We've got some pretty good fight scenes. He runs right? around shooting a bunch of guns. Now he's in a fight with Beast Man. And they look, that's around. almost literally out of the cartoon. Yeah. Where that, like, there's a gift you can find online. Oh, yeah. Beast Man grabbing him, giving him. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it who uh, noticed that the the theme music at the beginning was very similar to Superman? Yeah. Maybe Cannon. I think everybody noticed that. Yeah, but like yeah, Cannon just like saved money and reused it. Oh no, because Superman or Star Wars at any given point in the movie. I actually the don't think they used John Williams' score in Superman 4. Probably not. I I could be They've wrong. Already given up yeah. by that point. Uh, but I think that was a different thing. Hey, he's a coaster man. But now at this at this particular point in the movie, yeah, there I am loving the, the, the Blade He Man fight here. Though. Yeah, no, it's a the good sword fight. fight. Yeah. Uh, Anthony DeLongis is an incredible swordsman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did a lot of Highlander stuff, a lot of different things with 
He, he was a frequent guest star in the 80s on stuff as well. I think he's tried to kill MacGyver, Magnum P.I., and... He-Man. He-Man. Yeah. Well, and uh, he's still enthusiastically yeah. into genre stuff. Like, yeah. he shows up at conventions and uh, everything. He was a big part... He was a big part of, uh, when they, when they did Blade as Masters of the Universe Classics. Oh, mm-hmm. the guy he, he Blade, and yeah. the guy that played Sora, both were, like, part of the campaign, like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah. This is happening. Nice. Which is very cool. Still no Karg. Still no Karg. We're waiting on Karg. What were you saying, Ryan? When? Just now. <laughs> I didn't say anything. We missed it. Look, there are right. extras for this thing. Oh, there's some extras. Oh, there yeah, we there's go. There's some people in the town. Oh, weird. Where do they go? <laughs> Not to the school that's here, on, currently on fire. In a I was, sweet 80s. I was looking up something about canon films. <laughs> oh, okay. So now I we're see. in the music shop, which is one Charlie's. of the four sets. Charlie's music shop, one of the four sets in the film. And yeah. Charlie is one of the most overdressed supporting characters I've ever seen in my life. Wearing 27 articles He's of clothing. Like, I think they told him just be eccentric yeah, music you, guy. Yeah. He's like a guy who doesn't know anything about music. Yeah, okay. And you like, want you wanted this to mention is what musicians are like. Yeah, and you wanted to mention the Oh right. Right now oh, yeah. uh Purple Haze is playing, yeah. which is really Purple super Haze. surprising. Yeah, right. Well and that's what we don't hear well there's Jimmy right there in the background. Yeah, and the yeah. we don't hear quite enough of it to determine it's for sure purple haze. This could be like chartreuse haze. <laughs> like like a a, haze. a reimagining of uh, the song, I don't know, and then we've got this awesome little spectrum effect. Yeah, the light effect on on the cosmic key looks great. And, yeah, I like and the music cool. of the cosmic key in all the sci-fi and all the time traveling sci-fi janitors episodes. They play the cosmic key tune when we uh-huh. jump through time. Ah, right? oh, that's right. Wow. But we're playing it on our time travel device was um, Benjamin Franklin's um, weird like music musical instrument that he invented. That that like it's like running your finger around a glass. With water oh, in it, I mean, yeah. but it's an instrument that does a bunch of it. Nice. Uh, so that was our time travel gimmick, and uh, we played the the tones back in ah, the sci-fi janitor days. Yeah, look, so, more extras. There's, ah, a, there's fire a fire truck. truck. There is a fire truck in this town. Okay, you so. know what? This is why we do this twice. What the fuck is he even? Is this a a walkie-talkie? Police scanner. Oh, police scanner. Yeah. Police scanner. Every every Gigantic. music store has a police scanner. Yeah. I don't know. Sense. I actually had a police scanner that looked exactly like really? that. Really? Yeah. So that's that's, that's legit. Did you keep it yeah. in your music store? That wasn't so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't some unreasonable production design yeah. there. That was that's how it was. I used to be real into that. I don't know why. I had the book with all the frequencies. And I, yeah. I've, when I was a kid, I had a friend who. Uh, I can't remember the story behind it, but he had access to, like, police supply stuff. Yeah. So he had, like, when we played G.I. Joe or whatever, he had, like, real holsters and shit. All right, so I take everything oh, back about the, the, the fire department, because obviously here's... Holy the shit, there they are. And yeah. this is why we do two run-throughs. They even got a guy up on the roof investigating. <clears throat> now, however, when, like, the interdimensional, ar- inner, like, planetary army attacks yeah. the city... Fire department nowhere to be found. Well, that's after hours. Yeah, they're still yeah. here at the school. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. This yeah. is their libertarian fire side. department. Yeah, that, yeah they they yeah. at seven o'clock at night they go home. Yeah. And yeah. and we're we're about to meet the police. What's in his mouth? <laughs> what have they got going on? They they bandaged his lip. I guess you know Beastman probably Beastman tore his lip off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, tore his lip off and ate it. I like to think. Not a not a nice dude. Beastman's loincloth is just made out of lower lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds right. There we go. We get Lubick. There's uh, Lubick. by James Tolkien. Of Back to the Future fame. Yes. And also... Uh, playing the exact same character that he plays in Back to the Future. Yeah. Except yeah. he's a cop. Yeah. 
And also of uh, Bobby, what was yours? Top Gun, he was in Top, Top Gun. Gun yeah. Top Gun. He was the, uh, the the captain of the seas mm-hmm. in Top Gun. At Admiral, all the seas. Another one, another one of the seas controlled all the seas. Yeah. Another one of the guys that showed up. He was in Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> he was basically Poseidon. Yeah. Yeah, he was always the guy that said, can I do a flyby? And he'd be like, no. And they'd fly by anyway and he'd right. spill coffee on himself. And I haven't seen that movie in years. Uh, yeah, and, and until you mentioned it, I did not remember that he was even in it. Yeah. He's uh, the guy Top that Gun might also be a worthy, needless commentary. Mm-hmm. After Forbidden Zone. After Forbidden... Oh, gosh. I don't know if we can handle Forbidden Yes, we can. Uh, I mean, uh, by all means, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. For uh, sure. You know what? You know, Sean's probably never seen Top Gun. You're probably that right. Probably true. Oh, wow. Save that for the yeah. most torture. Oh, I wonder if he's, if he's seen Forbidden Zone. No, he definitely hasn't no seen no Forbidden Zone. So. No, no. Who, who, who else has seen it? Forbidden Zone? Yeah. I yeah, I have. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we got three. Okay, that's good. All right, so now we're uh, we're hooking back up with the other attorneys. Courtney yeah. Cox, Julie. Julie is just kind of taking it all in stride. Julie got to give her a little, little credit. She's still in shock, I think. She was, as, we're, as we're under the neon pizza sign. Yeah, and now here's here's here something off. Comedy relief. Truly something off. Gildor has stolen someone's pink Cadillac because, of course, he has. Yeah, and, and he's retrofitted it, it with some sort of attorney and technology yeah. that I guess he had up his ass. A primitive he's got a big old little yeah. coat full of little dealy bobs. Yeah. He pulls out that whatchamacallit oh, later. Shot, Speaking of ass, there's Steelers oh, and, and He-Man. Yeah. Yeah. He-Man. His diapers that left cheek is kind of hanging out. That was pretty saucy. Yeah. Some, some butt cleavage going on. So, uh, Goldar's got a uh, proton <laughs> pack that he's trapped to the... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he had all that shit. Well, you know, he did. Uh, oh, I love yeah. this. Maybe he here's the radio shack. Here's the number one guy scene. Uh, two years been. before we even knew what the number one guy mm-hmm. scene was. You're my number was. one gal. Yes. Okay, so so Ryan, <laughs> Arian and Bo and I discussed our feelings about this movie going to Earth. Mm-hmm. You watching it now for the first time... Like, because we 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 didn't really tell you what was happening. I had no idea. How did you feel when you realized, like, oh, they're on Earth? Uh, I kind of got a hint of it because you know we were joking before, and he was like, "Oh, twenty minutes of turning." Right. Uh, I'm like, uh, like, that's uh, weird. Uh, Yeah, it's a super odd choice. I don't. I mean, but like you said, it's for budget. It's a budgetary. Yeah, I get it, but. uh, it, man, this would have been so much cooler if it was all in Eternia. Right, if it was all this. Well, but if, it, but if, yeah, if it was all this, but, you know. All not, I had, not if it was all rocks. Yeah, if it was all just yeah. like in the, yeah. you know, but, in the well, rock. You know what? Honestly, though, I'd rather see all rocks than yeah. Charlie. Than Charlie, 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 Charlie. If, if they had have told the same story. But instead of going to Earth, it was a diff- it was a village on attorney, and they had actually had the budget to build a village, yeah. and they meet these kids on in the village. Would that have made it a better movie? Yes, 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 yes. it would have absolutely one hundred percent. And what's funny is to say they didn't have the budget to build a village, and you think about like all these cheap ass like Western shows from the fifties and sixties that built like a new town or worked on a yeah. set or whatever. Dollars, okay. yeah. <laughs> if I couldn't build a yeah, village, but they clearly used all of that. Ten million of it was on yeah. yeah, here you know, we go. They, they did what they could. Oh, poor Sarah. Oh, damn it. I hate that. And that's yeah. what you get for not being canon. Yeah. <laughs> poor Sarah. And for being a canon movie. Yeah. 
Everyone craps their pants. Well, and honestly... Perfect groveling, yes. beastman groveling. Yeah, excellent, beastman The groveling. only thing that could make that better is him firing, like, magic blasts at his mm-hmm. feet and making him dance. Like, oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I love this part we're here we're about to get with Evil Inn. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, this is such a nice mm-hmm. turn. Yeah. Yeah, get over there. You're, you're my just, number one guy, but you're, you're just with one of them. Yeah, that's that's harsh. Yeah. That's harsh. Yeah, my place uh, was by your side, that. my lord. I'm feeling the Courtney Cox and the dude like storyline. It just feels very like forced, and it's, it's just cheap. like well, it's, t- it's yeah. just cheap. It is you know? completely from we've got to figure out a way to shoot most of this movie on Earth. Yeah, and I also feel like they wanted some like is. regular people, so mm-hmm. the crowd could relate. Them. Why? Yeah, that's usually a motivation, I, I, and it's, it's always misguided. It's but you're always right. wrong. But it's always wrong. wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah, yeah, they do that yeah. for sure. Well, I'm pretty sure the people it's companion that, syndrome. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, they can't under audiences can't understand. Well, yeah. like even though the to- like all the kids who grew up with the toys understand it, here, they understand why, it on the show. They, they, here's totally here's why they do this. It's because they know you're going to go see it anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they want people who might not be such right. big fans of it to feel like it's something they can relate to, and not be lost mm-hmm. in the minutia. While I would normally agree with the cynicism you just expressed, in this case, in this case, I think it was it's just a budget way cut. more budget than yeah. it is that. Mm-hmm. In, in this case, yes, but like I'm saying, generally when you get that yeah. bullshit ass, like, what is this person even doing with it that, that doesn't have anything to do with the franchise? And that's what it is. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, Canon may have had some of these sets that they're about to destroy here yeah, right, left right. over from a production that just finished. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, well the Happy Hooker I think the Skeletor Trooper armor was literally left over from something else. I mm-hmm. feel like they kitbashed that from, yeah. from some other movie I could, that, I that maybe didn't that. even happen. I want to say they're called Doom Troopers. That sounds right for some mm-hmm. reason. I like that. I'll Sounds take that. Cool. Yeah, I like it. All I know is that they still... Look, I was right. Lubick does have a little handcuffed tie tack. Yep. Oh, I nice. like that little touch there. That's <clears throat> nice. Yeah, because yeah, the, right. the little fla- sleds they fly the on later, I believe, Kate, were leftovers from Highlander 2. Oh. Yeah, that's all I know is that the Dune Troopers or whatever they are called look way better than the Sardaukar and Dune, who are basically just dudes in black trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not ever buy for one minute that those guys were the, the Emperor's elite forces. And now they're dudes in trash bags. <laughs> Come on. Anyway. Alright, so Lubick's gonna take the cosmic key away from Kevin or whatever the hell his name is. I feel like half Chad or place in this fucking alley. Mm-hmm. It well, does. Yeah, the, the, the pizza alley. Yeah, thing mm-hmm. like multiple times. Yeah. Well, and honestly, like it's a it's a good alley. It's mm-hmm. a decent alley. You know, as far as alleys well, yeah, go. Yeah, it's, it's a movie set alley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And now, oh, yeah. now we do get the cool the cool vehicle, right? Which I don't know if it has an, a name, but it is cool looking. The doom, yeah. doom, oh, scanner. Doom, the, skip, the doom scanner. Doom skip. Time scanner. Yeah, here's the time scanner that is like insanely advanced technology. And that Arkham Knight totally ripped off. 100%. It almost looks like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they absolutely used it. Look how good Cart... Even Cart's mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah, those like are those teeth. Gnarly yeah. ass, yeah. Yeah, I like this thing. It's, it's a little... Uh, it's just fun. Like, the production design, they, they were like, look, we need a scanner thing. And they were like, all right, we're going to make yeah. some rotating shit and a mm-hmm. little clear screen. And yep. here it is. 
Like, I, I feel yeah. like the people who you can decide... Always, you can always rely on the Skinners. And the there, there was definitely... <laughs> well, I mean, look at the key. I mean, they, yeah, there's yeah, obviously yeah, some yeah. really yeah. tremendous... Great people in the prop department. Yeah, yeah. Film. yeah. I mean... Yeah. The props and costumes are on point this movie. Yeah. Even if they're not, like... And, like, how much the key does. I mean, like, when it's going, like, that's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. A lot, like, yeah. And it's so... You know, now, I don't know if you see it do that completely... Isolated in the frame, <laughs> like whether or not there's something that it plugs into, like that makes it right, spin all right. the stuff around. Like but regardless, right. like when you think about the fact that K9 from Doctor Who couldn't even roll across a piece of tape on the floor, right, yeah. the yeah. fact that that cosmic key does, does like, all, that, all shit, that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is pretty amazing. I do like the fact that a microwave is like mm-hmm. totally screwing their scanner, everything yeah. that they've scanned, yeah. Well, they don't need processed food on Eternia, so they don't even know what microwaves they have. They don't know the joys of raw chicken and ribs. No, they definitely don't. Yes, because earlier when they find out it's 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 their bones. This is the flesh of beasts? These are rib bones? (laughs) Why did they put the food on sticks? No more crapping around, he just said. Interesting. That was an improvised. He improvised. (laughs) Yeah, he threw that out there. That was not scripted. Nobody writes no more crapping around. Yeah. No, like this. That was probably like the 90th take when they were trying to get him to say, "Which shit, Brown?" Yeah, here it is. Oh, you guys yeah. love this line. We take it down and put it on the computer. Yeah. Put it on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get our scientists. I actually, feel like most of his lines, he was just kind of making shit up. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. they probably did. They were probably just like, "Do your thing. We hired you to do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing." Well, and and what I was gonna say earlier when we were talking about the elements of Masters of the Universe that they did get right, considering this is a canon production and the reputation of that studio, like we're lucky as much of this is yeah. as good as it is. Oh no, for sure. Well, like I feel like a lot of that could be a lot worse. I oh, feel like true. a lot of that is can be attributed to Frank Langella. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't have somebody like going selling like a hundred and ten percent ham for Skeletor, like oh, Burger garbage King. goes in the sink. I, well, like, no, I just noticed uh, yes. Burger King little yeah. product placement. Little product there. placement, you know. And everybody knows garbage goes in the sink. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, and here's I Kevin's. guess the garbage can was packed up already with the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you get a paper, a paper towel. Out. Yes. What a horrible day, Kevin is having. Yeah, no, poor Kevin. Yeah. Can you imagine just like just getting? Here you are trying to clean up your and girlfriend's it, house. And Beastman does that same move that he did to the janitor. He sort of pushes him and then he does the, the palm to the face. And, and I feel like that maybe that's from the cartoon. I like his. I like the fact that he's got the bone spikes. He's on got the bone spikes yeah, and yeah. on the shoulders. They're not as pronounced as they should be. Because um, I think there's usually three that spikes on the shoulders. That took on that table looked really good. Actually. Yeah. yeah, it really did. That was convincing. Oh, oh that blade is so cool. Yeah, he's badass. With a scar and his eye patch, and I and I appreciate it. Like at least if they, cool. you know, if they're if they're changing the characters, at least you know, it's it's kind of like the difference between the Tick cartoon and the live action Tick. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, they change the characters. Like Batman, well, isn't Deflator Mouse, but Batman yeah. well is awesome in his own right. Exactly. You know, like it's that kind of thing. It's like yeah, he's not Trapjaw, but Blade as a character, cool. if you just. You know, imagine him on his own. It's pretty yeah. great, yeah. And you can just look at him and tell what he's about. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, man, this dude's pointy bad. things, putting pointy things and soft yeah. things. He's sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker's sharp. That's a cool hook. I didn't realize yeah. how detailed it was. Yeah. A minute ago, though, they could track the key, and now and now they can't. Yeah. Now they're like tearing the house apart to see if it's there. 
I think they can only track it if they're using if they're it. they're activating it. Yeah. And, like, so they've, they've got a truth caller on Kevin here. Like I would I would let Evil in put a truth color on me. Yeah, what would you tell her? All sorts of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that scene in the Goonies where like the the Fratellis have Chunk with the. the all right, and they're interrogated, but it, you, you cannot provide any useful information. <laughs> like just, just say all no through no amount of guile, just like <laughs> pure ineptitude. There, you know, people always say, "Oh, you should be smarter." No, no, there there are big advantages to being. Like, yeah. knowing nothing. Right, yeah. You know. Man, that guard in the pac man, he looks like he just walked right off the Death Star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look like the Death Star operators. Yeah, like the, yeah. Totally. All the lever guys, 100%. yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure they hit up when George Lucas had a yard sale, you know. They don't all look like that, though. I guess it was just that one dude's helmet. Yeah. The ship's nice here, I do. Yeah, like there's a couple that. of different helmet designs. The, yeah. Doom, the Doom Skiff. Let's call it the Doom Skiff. I think that's Doom right. Skiff looks that's awesome. appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, sped up car, ugly, crappy looking shot. Yeah. I can't stand those sped up shots that they used to do. Yeah, because if you think about it, because if you think about it, we've gone several minutes without actually seeing our heroes. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like gonna, D-Man is not in this movie yeah. that much. Well, he's not, because he's he couldn't not. deliver any of the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they played around him, you know? Really, he's there for the be- the beginning and the end. He's there to be on the front, right? Well, and without well, without the sort of like the the Adam persona, I mean, He Man on his own isn't that interesting, you know? No. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. This guy, poor little guy, he's having a rough day. A little beat up. So now, does Man at Arms... Who gets the collar off of him? Is it Man at Arms? Man at Arms, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's Man at Arms. I do love that they're like... Possibly before they're work. taking it off, they're questioning him. <laughs> right. Well, hey, man. Might as well get some advantage from it. I know. She, she should be like, whoa, 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 wait. Does this... Did these pants make my butt look big? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, your butt makes your butt look big. Hmm. Problems with truth colors. Yeah. Now he, and Man at Arms did pull whatever key he's using to pick the lock. From his suit as well. No, he Attila handed it to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was man or Oh, as says like the attorney and hair clip or yeah. hairpin. Hairpin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, who is it that just shot the chair out of his hand? Tila. Who was that? Was that Tila? Tila yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Go Tila. That seems to be the question too that gets asked the most in this movie. What the hell is going on? Right, what is going on? <laughs> Because that's what seven-year-old Bo is asking. What the hell is going on? Where the hell is yeah. He-Man? Yeah. Where's Merman? Where's Battle Cat? Where's Trapjaw? Where's Orko? Yeah. Dude, they told it. Well, it would have been hard to do Battle Cat, but that would have been awesome. Oh. Like a stop-motion mm-hmm. Battle Cat. More importantly, where is Stonedar and Rock on? Yeah. Uh, I can know. And, and, and then, you know, if you if you wanted to see, you know, World War blend into the, the to Earth culture here, you've got the Interesting thing. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see Gwildor at all, let alone blending in Earth culture. Yeah. Yeah, he raided E.T.'s closet for some clothes to hide in. Ugh, if I if I could have made a list of things that I wanted from a Masters of the Universe movie, cross-dressing. Uh, in riding in a pink Cadillac <laughs> yeah, right. would not have been in there. No. I, you know, cross-dressing, I could have made it in. Sure. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, ugh. The worst. The worst. Totally the Not way. the worst, but pretty bad. What's weird, the bad guys leave way before they get there. Then they leave, and they still beat. The good the good guys beat 
evil in to Charlie. Hey, well, Charlie. they're in they're in Gwildor's souped up attorney in Cadillac. Well, and they're following the signal, so they're like looking around, whereas they know exactly where the music channel yeah, is. That's true. They have yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Julian and and, and, and as anybody who Chad. plays video games knows, it can be very frustrating to try and home in on a signal if you don't know exactly right. where you're going. Oh yeah, it's usually up a mountain, and you can't walk up. There. Yeah, it's fucking mountains. They're almost as bad as Charlie. Who is about to have an even worse day? Yeah, Charlie's about to have a bad day. Well, uh, I guess we I should start stacking these keyboards up over here in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these keyboards aren't going to pile themselves up, guys. Come on. Chop, chop. <laughs> yes, I, the, these magical keyboards yeah. that, that deflect the, laser fire. That nobody understands. I like Man at Arms' helmet a lot. But at the same time, it's so close. It also looks an awful lot like something you'd buy from Toys R Us in the off-brand section. Yeah, like it's like military outfit. Uh, yeah, the core <laughs> army helmet. Yeah, yeah. I, I I totally agree with that. I feel like they missed an opportunity if they're going to do the Earth thing. I feel like they missed an opportunity to do like the Voyage Home kind of thing, where they have like some like. Them interacting with everyday humans and like kind of have some of that interaction. I don't oh, know if it would have right. made it better. Oh, but that wasn't really the chicken. I mean, the chicken and the ribs was kind of it. It was like the yeah. cow and the chicken and the ribs yeah. was kind of where. Like on the one hand, I agree with you, but on the other hand, I, I don't want even more of that right. in this. Yeah, but there's like, so much. There's so much. If they did it, like you're saying, if like, they were going to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to do that because mm-hmm. like there's so much of this movie where the heroes aren't even in it. It's just awkward as shit. Mm-hmm. I. I and it's like, I don't know. Wouldn't they have run into people at some point? Yeah. Right. He may have run into anybody. There's like yeah, 20 right. people they, in this town. They should have run into some, some and, more And they parked the doom right. skiff on like Main yeah. Street seven times. Yeah. And nobody totally. notices. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I guess all the fire department's busy putting out the fire at the high school. Oh, yeah. So I will, I will say know. this though, uh, and I didn't used to think this, but having Damn, watched Charlie's it a couple times nice. now, the pacing is Pretty damn good. It looks like long. No, it as long. dissatisfying yeah, it as the boring. Earth stuff is, yeah. it does. You know, they're like, well, we. Well, I think like, and again, I keep going back to this, but like, the villains are very satisfying in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like anytime Skeletor and Evil Lynn are on screen, like yeah. I'm engaged. Absolutely. Like, the mm-hmm. uh, I don't really miss the actions of the heroes who are like comparatively kind of not as interesting. Well, yeah, there, Tila doesn't really get a chance to shine at all, which no. is too bad. No, yeah. no she yeah. does really no, well. Probably yeah. the coolest thing she does is when she took down Lubick just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Well, and then she gets a. I think Shot it's coming. Chair. I think it's coming up in a minute oh, here yeah. where she says, "Woman in arms." Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. girl it's power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty sweet. Then crash through the windows, opening, yeah, tearing yeah. up the drum kits. Yeah. And, uh, and so you think when they jumped into the windows, it was like put a. Uh, <laughs> I hope it was. It should have been. We didn't notice the first time. No, I like the drums. You know, any assault is going to be ineffective when it's a beast man led assault. Yeah, you're right about that. Which is true to the cartoon. They're doing a little freeform jazz as they come into the window. Clearly, clearly, the movie influenced the animated series. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. If, if unfortunately, Red Ranger could not be with us today, but if he was, well, it's not like we Things in advance. So, no. you know, well, that's true. It's, it's, I call, it's just a thing. It's not his fault. No, I called all you guys like I, I called all you guys here. like two hours ago yeah. and was like, "Hey, let's do one of these things." Yeah, it's yeah. just something we do. We don't yeah. planning that doesn't happen. No, there's, there's not a Facebook event. You know, no, it's not like two weeks out or anything. <laughs> no, no, 
no. months. No. We don't make sure that we're all clear to do it. I, I like that uh, Man at Arms just threw ribbing on Sean. No, that's, no, there's <laughs> never, never enough. enough. There's He's never there. enough ribbing on Sean. Uh, who, who, by the way, would love some Charlie's ribs, I'm sure. It, yeah. Uh, I like, paradoxically, the, it's kind of less fun to rib on him when he's not here. Yeah, yes. you're right. I almost feel guilty, but not really. Bobby, were you going to make a I point? Just, I just noticed the, all the laser shots hitting these keyboards, and the keyboards are fine. Like, right. not even a scorch mark on some of them. Well, well it's, one of them yeah. caught fire, but yeah, you're right. Large 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 but, like, they, they threw, they, those guards just got blown up into, like, a wall of, like, six guitars yeah. and destroyed all the guitars. I think I know where the budget of this movie went. Guitars. It went to, like, guitars <laughs> mat destroyed <laughs> musical instruments. <laughs> guitars are very expensive. Exactly. Well, they what? just destroyed, like, 27 there, keyboards, 8 guitars, all those drum sets. There's yeah. an in-story like reason. $2, there's an in-story reason for those keyboards to be invulnerable to attorney and technology. Mm-hmm. If you catch it later on, Gwildor says, oh, you never told me that you had sonic music devices uh, here on Earth. Mm-hmm. So attorney and technology cannot penetrate a sonic music device like that. Son- a sonic music there device as opposed to a non-sonic music device. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> when you were a kid, you were, so you what were you're a kid. saying is that we need some Sonic the Hedgehog Masters of the Universe crossfit? I am not saying that. Oh, I think... I think it should happen sometime at some game show. Although it is a little, con. it is a little weird though that there's not a hedgehog-based Eternian character. Spike or Spike? Well, Spike or Spike? I think more porcupine. He's, a spike. Well, He's not cute enough to be a hedgehog. Well, all right, Ryan. Oh no! What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say when you were a kid, like, were you like, did you ever be like, oh man, I want to see like He Man get in a firefight in a music shop all the time? Okay. That was my only. It consumed me. From 1983 on, the first time I ever saw the Masters of the Universe cartoon, I thought, you know, you know this, this is great, but if he was in a 1980s music shop with an obnoxiously 1980s costumed proprietor, this would be the greatest franchise of all time. Some weird choice. And we never got a Charlie action figure. What the... F- well, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's get back to... Okay, so, so right now, Evelyn has this oh, illusions yes. herself... As Julie's dead mother, yeah, which is actually pretty, cool. which is totally an evil thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, because she's all about like the magic disguise, and now she's like luring Julie away while while Lubick fights with everybody, and and, and, and Julie's like, "Oh, you're my dead mom," and Julie's cool, like borderline on the spectrum, so mm. she doesn't suspect <laughs> anything. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> but but the plane. But you're dead. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't disappear here. Because we're we like, had, we had secret business. Secret we're like yeah. Spider-Man's fucking right. parents. Yeah. Which, by the way, Amazing Spider-Man totally stole this plot point. Mm-hmm. Totally. They definitely stole it from... I, we could sit down and probably name a dozen modern movies that have totally ripped off the 1987 live-action Masters of the yeah, Universe. Absolutely. Which is mind-blowing. It yeah, is. Really. It is. It, well, it makes sense. Sitting here watching it now, I understand what a cultural milestone this movie really is. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being Serious. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm being serious. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> we've, we've gone plaid. And another piece of trivia too, because we've been talking about what some of these uh, other things he's done. Uh, Julie's mother is, although she, this was, I think this was the last movie she ever did, the last acting job she ever did. Understandable. But she is uh, Chris Pine, Chris Pine's mother, uh, who's our new Captain Kirk, and she's married to Robert and, and Pine also and Steve Chips Trevor. And, and yeah. Steve Trevor, yeah. yeah. So. It's funny that people probably love him more for being Steve Trevor than for being Captain Kirk. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say that. 
The Wonder Woman movie was better than any of the Star Trek movies. I would agree with that. Yeah, and I am yeah. like a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. I would say, well, it was more and set. I, I, and I'm not, out of like the three of those movies, I'm only genuinely displeased with the second one. But I would say it's more satisfying than any of the Star Trek movies. I love, yeah. I love that shot right there where she hugs her and it's oh, yeah. 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 No, yeah. no special and effects. No special effects, yeah. yeah. And and look, Courtney Cox sold the shit. She did. Yeah. That was some good terror. Like, that's like some, you said, that's what got her friends. That's what got her my, friends. My poor little her. You could see her little mind just snap like a twig. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. But also, like after seeing all this crazy shit, like how would she not know something was up? Well, you make a good point. Yeah. But well, you think you know, she, let's yeah. move on to Beastman lumbering through the scene. slightly samurai armor running and Gwildor's, you know, like, holding everybody hostage with a gun. Yeah. yeah. By the way, no laser blast has gone through that those thin walls right. in the back room. That balsa wood if, door. Yeah. if Gwildor <laughs> was Orko, then he would have accidentally turned that gun into flowers, and they'd all be fucking dead now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and a and a bunch of like milk would have or eggs would have landed on Man at Arm's head by now. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Look at that Look at sweet yeah. ass stunt shot. Yeah, Billy Barty jumping over the fire. Well, man. I don't know. That was probably a stunt little person. No. I don't know that that was Billy Barty. But maybe it was. I don't know. Billy Barty does all stunts. Maybe. They might, yeah, they might not have had a budget for a stunt little person. Right? They, uh, I and I, I just want everybody to appreciate the fact that I'm not saying stunt midget, despite the fact that I you really want to. just did. Well, no, I'm not saying <laughs> it, though. I'm not saying stunt midget. Are, are I'm you? intentionally not saying <laughs> stunt midget. Yeah, he's not. And Lubick he's, he's has a shotgun. Lubick's got the, the shotgun. He's not saying Correct. I did read that, um... I was like reading some, uh, some factoids. Were you reading it. about stunt little people? Yes. No. Um, the director apparently had to be involved in all the pickup shots and reshoots because like they couldn't afford a second unit. <laughs> I, I believe this news. Yeah, I believe which is kind of interesting. That's tremendous. Yeah. Oh, Gary so Goddard, what a man! Everything. I would, if anybody listening to this has any connection whatsoever to Gary Goddard, you don't even know how badly I would like to talk to him. Yeah. Please, somebody make that happen. All right. Once again, I want to appreciate Blade's badass costume. Yeah. Uh, if if he, he would definitely be on my list of like cosplay fantasy, like oh, wow. Blade costume. Snap yeah. your fingers, make it happen. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of want to get someone in an evil end costume to tie me up and slap me around some. Sure, I understand that. Illusion into your mom and. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh, things just took a turn. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. All right, Phantom, we have to acknowledge. Like, oh, I'd like to tell you real quickly that Gary Goddard is on Facebook. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my God! I need this up. Oh, nice. Uh, here here it comes. Some really cool effects here of a Skeletor's army coming in. Skeletor's army. Uh, the Centurions, which are a different type of trooper that fly the, the hover sled things, or hover discs. Hover discs, yeah. There they are, there they are. Which, you you know, although as as cool as it is, it does put you in sort of like an awkward, like, squatty potty kind of position Uh, as you're flying around on it. And then here is, uh, honestly, a truly badass vehicle. Skeletor's giant flying throne. 
Like armed, I slash right. catamaran. Here's, here's what I need: yeah. a throne <laughs> with guns and a gigantic red fan thing. Build this for me. And the snake the motif on the right. arm throne, <laughs> which I think is the only place we see the snake motif in the film. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It's well, not in Castle Grayskull. Well, but it, I mean, it shouldn't be in Grayskull. It shouldn't be in Grayskull. No. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that it's only on his gear. And I man, the, cool look skulls. at those turrets! Yeah. This thing is fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. And we, I mean, we'll never get a toy of that because it would be massive. Yeah. It'd be bigger than the stupid oversized Talon Fighter. Which, by the way, uh, anybody listening, if you're interested in purchasing a Talon Fighter, you with can the give up your Talon hideous, it, look it's at so it. big. I know it upsets me. <laughs> it's it's too big. It makes everything else look stupid yeah. simply by its presence. Right, yeah. Titus is supposed to be like a giant that lives in the heart of the planet. Right, and he, he, he could put fly him in the Talon Fighter. Fucking Talon Fighter, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to get rid of a Talon Fighter. Okay, so and, and actually, I would be willing to trade a Talon Fighter for Skeletor's flying throne gun. So we got Definitely. some hover discs flying mm-hmm. around. Which, I mean, for the time, they look fine. And they did have another alley. We have another alley. <laughs> yeah, another alley. Which looks like a model, but it's an actual uh, alley. And then, you know, we have these guys who are really bad at their who job. totally blow up and you shoot them, which is strange, but, you know, whatever. Well, I like how they kind of did their suits are like... He-Man and Duncan were very much like me playing a video game. Like, they just stood there shooting, hoping that they wouldn't <laughs> die yeah. before they took out the enemy. Yeah, Uncharted 4. Like, no, dude, that's totally my M.O. Yeah. Is like, all right, well, I hope I don't die. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so hard. I'm not good at video games. We finished four, and we finished. Uh, we, we're almost done with two. two and, is uh, my favorite. Phantom Junior played through yeah. the first one on his own. So when I went back to play it on the remastered version, he was like, "This is this is really boring. You can't play this anymore." And I was like, "Well, no, I haven't seen this one yet." And he's like. Yeah, I already know what's going to happen. And I'm like, no, I, all right, whatever. Now, see, all right, okay, now, here now, we go. Here, well, here we have. So He Man just shot through the window and shot the guy on the hover uh, on the hover disc who did not explode. He just got shot and fell off the hover disc. Yeah, but the other well, guy totally blew. And the other guy just like totally yeah. exploded. So like, which is it? Which well, is he it? Had the, he, had the, he had the the gun on a different setting. Okay. Oh, plus, he was like, but before, fact, maybe before the guy they, they they shot that blew up, they hit a grenade or something. No, no, no. Well, before He Man was like. He shot the guy and he blew up and he was like, "Oh shit! I didn't realize I had this set on explode." Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, guy. I've now got to set this now, thing so he's got the setting back on, just okay? like yeah. just shoot you and yes. with a laser and you're dead. Yes, yeah. it just puts little laser holes through you. And yeah, you had to adjust it. Well, he also it shows him when you don't see the disc. You know he's moving around, but yeah, whenever yeah. it shows him on the disc, he's like in a he's all stiff. Squat so that was all, okay. So let's let's that was some pretty great he manning there, right? So he man totally flies on the hover on the hover disc. Flies at all, all four, well, all three of the bad guys. Yeah, and grappling hooks the the cosmic key away and flies away and totally gets away with it. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, that was up. solid. He's doing his thing. He's, he's putting everything he's back. Storing the he grappling just hook in his he's, he's, right now. Yeah. he's like, cool. I don't even mind this. It's flying this disc. Oh, shot in the shoulder, lost the, lost gun. the gun. If only I had another weapon that was like an iconic part of my character's <laughs> yeah. backstory oh, and personality. And was known for deflecting right. laser bolts. Yeah, it can deflect laser bolts. Yeah. And, and by the way, clearly the Centurion's blaster is not set to explode. No. Well, and he did also it's pull... It's set to graze. Yeah, it's set to graze. 
sent blasters to graze. Which is the same setting the cow was on what? at the beginning what? of the film. He means sword <laughs> is set to explode. <laughs> right. Alright. This, this, this is a cool shot. Totally awesome. That is a great shot. As as semi corny and strangely out of scale as the hover discs are sometimes, uh, Skeletor's Even giant me. gun throne is is pretty badass. And then uh, Gwildor has this locate. I like all the, the cool little things. Yeah. yeah, all the little pieces of technology in this are, are really cool to look at. Like I think they'd be fun to hold and just check out all the little parts. Because think about. You know, when you've got prop designers... <laughs> Wait, uh... Oh, here we go. Something over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that thing's so badass. Yeah. And it runs quiet as a kitten? And they yeah. just turn around <laughs> and shoot the fuck out of it. I also think I can see the crane lifting it up for a second. Yeah. I might be wrong. Well, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure Empire totally stole that for Han Solo from this movie. <laughs> true. So... They, I, I love that our Eternian heroes turn around and immediately just try to blast Skeletor. There's no, let's listen to him right. monologue for a while. They're like, oh, we gotta kill this fucker, but he's like, magic! Yeah. <laughs> I also noticed that uh, that Falcon on Man-at-Arms' shoulder is only on one shoulder. Yeah, so there is, yeah, there is some of that asymmetrical Man-at-Arms, yeah. like one mm-hmm. thing different than the other one, which is nice. Yeah, they have that, uh, I mean, the, right, the, the, the Lord of Snake Mountain. Yeah, nice Snake Mountain nod there. It's all a little more subtle, but they do have the you know they recognize the source material. They do, yeah. Well, and like you know, and like we've said, this movie like can you imagine how great this movie would have been if it had the budget? Oh my god! Like, yeah. What is the movie we didn't see? I know. Well, there's a lot of heart behind this, and like like you said, like all the costume design and prop design is incredible and well thought out. So. Except Teal, yeah. Teal. Yeah, except for Teal, they didn't get Teal at all. I think she looks cool though. She looks she's cool. A, I mean, she looks yeah, cool. She looks like she, she's in the Ewoks movie. But. She looks like well, <laughs> yeah. she looks like generic '80s sci-fi chick. Yeah, there, right. nothing says Tila, but maybe yeah. if she put her freaking headpiece on the right way, yeah. or even if the colors were just the same. Right. Okay. Yeah, here we go. No color. For the listeners, it is time now. It's almost time for the greatest moment in cinematic history. Uh, not not that. Right. Being it's a trail. Of lightning. And and not the hover disc catching on fire. Also, he is not very smart if he didn't realize that was a trap. <laughs> well, I think well, we've established that he is not very yeah, smart. Yeah. Not the sharpest knife in the world. When he said fan out and everybody bunched together, I <laughs> think we we got a pretty good indication of his. Uh, uh, hey, no wonder, no wonder Skeletor's kicking their ass. <laughs> right. All right, He-Man. There's the sword. All right. Well, we're, we're, well we good He-Man stuff. Good He-Man stuff. Well, and that's that's the biggest problem with putting Eternians on Earth is the fact that you're going to expose that Eternians are actually the dumbest people in the universe. Yeah. All right, not not a, not a bad fight, but no. you know they're hundreds of these short. guys. He-Man gets overwhelmed. Oh, oh. and Skeletor laughs. So good. <laughs> I want everybody at home to rewind that like ten times. It's, it's better every time I see it. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> that and the, that was purely, Bo, yeah. as you said, the editor is having fun. <laughs> and now we have Frank Langella just. Killing it. Yeah, great performance. Like, he's won, he's done, he's like, I'm just going to sit back and be beautifully perishable on this primitive and tasteless planet. Which he's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. And he gets so much expression out of the mask. Well, they did such a tremendous job with the makeup that that it's 
you know, it's heavy enough where he looks like a freaking skull, but it's light enough that his his face mm-hmm. comes through it. Which, I mean, I don't know if I would have thought of that. Like, I mean, that's, you know, because most people just either make it just a hard skull. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know. And, and let's be real, in any any planet where the Kardashians are a thing is tasteless. It's true. It's yeah. true. It's absolutely true. He's got a point. And, well, or, or to bring things back around, any planet where cougars is a thing yeah. is uh, pretty tasteless. Nicole, welcome to the show. Do you have anything to say about Masters of the Universe? That was you. Absolutely. Not my intent whatsoever. (laughs) That was perfect. Oh my god. Welcome, Battle Cougar. Battle Cougar, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All podcasts I've been saying that clearly the best Courtney Cox is Cougar Town Courtney Cox. Yeah. Not Dancing in the Dark, not Friends Courtney Cox. Scream era Courtney Cox. All boring. No, I've got to go with Scream Courtney Cox. Yeah, Scream my Courtney Scream Courtney Cox. That seriously was not intended as a segue, but man, (laughs) things just got a lot sexier here. Business is, by God, picked up. It sure has. I was like going to applaud that. I was like, that was the great transition. I know. <laughs> well, that's honestly the greatest segue I've ever been a part of. Anything, life. Yeah. anything <laughs> as I am a cougar. Anything truly <laughs> hilarious I've ever said has been purely by accident. Uh, believe me. That's uh, amazing. Thank you. So now Skeletor is like, hey, guess what, Attorney and bitches? Yeah, he's stranded on Earth. I win. You guys suck. I'm out. But you do get to keep He Man's awesome cape. Which, so, by the way, I wonder what happens to He Man's cape. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it have any magical properties? No, not that I know. Okay, he wears it as he he does wear a red cape as Kingy Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which probably, which honestly, probably came from this, like because mm-hmm. the yeah. the people behind the Masters line yeah. are. I mean, oh, let's let's be honest. Toy Guru yeah. was a genius fan, yeah. at melding all yeah, of the different things together into one. Cape. And here's where we see, oh, that force lightning was not that is fucking brutal. around. What, it's it looks like, like sizzling. Yeah. It looks like freaking Mogwais are getting ready to yeah. pop out of her leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, she's gonna, gonna, good. She's yeah. gonna have like <laughs> 50, 50 Courtney Cox's <laughs> running around. <laughs> don't don't, don't get me Courtney Cox wet, guys. Get a bunch of battle, oh my. battle cougars. <laughs> Let's keep Chandler being away from her. Uh, uh, yeah, and, right. and David Arquette. Well, let's keep David Arquette away from everyone. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's not keep him away from the WCW heavyweight title. Well, I agree with you on that. He's a better champion than... Uh, oh, no, I'm going to say it. David Arquette was a better wrestling champion than Jinder Mahal. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, it is. Not when, not when you're... Now, your alternative is Randy Orton. Well, you're right about that. You're right. You have to look at the context of, yeah. of what else is available. All right. So now we have Gwildor uh, getting ready to give Kevin his his big motivational speech, yeah. which is almost like the the lesson at the end of each He-Man cartoon. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, kids, don't go swimming by yourself or or whatever. <laughs> don't eat don't eat cheese that's been sitting out for five days. Remember, kids, lube is your friend. Oh, hey. Lubick is your friend. friend. (laughs) That's right. No, no, Kevin is so tortured. He's a musician. (laughs) He's a musician. All right, so, Ryan, as a musician, I want your take on the Kevin character. Um, I think he's, I don't know, he's pretty accurate. He's, like, a little insecure about his thing, but, you know, he's an artist, and, and he's like, I can do this, but I don't know if I really, truly can fight Skeletor and, like, get us to Eternia and, like, do all this stuff, you know, he's, 
He's got a little self-doubt, but he's also a good hero. I think he's all right. I think yeah. he'd be great in anything other than a Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> would, you, would you buy a Kevin figure? If they no, hell no. no. Fuck Kevin. What if it, well, no. What if he had, like, his leather jacket and his tie and his badass custom van? van. If it came with a yeah. van, yeah, it I, has the song playing it. Oh, and it played "Living in a Box." Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, you're right. If you press a little button, if you press, because I, I can't remember, but his van for sure had to have some kind of like airfoil or fin on the oh, back. That, if you that press the fin like, and it plays oh, yeah. "Living in a Box," that's the second best toy set idea we've had on this podcast. <laughs> Far behind the uh, like. <laughs> The hot tub that science playset. Oh, from from uh, to oh yeah, from Heart Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, like the hot the science, science lab. lab. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Hot tub science lab I is definitely the that. winner. Yeah. yeah, that needs to happen. I feel like I and mean, there's been playset. There, <laughs> and it wouldn't come with like any no. of the attorney in. No, it's just like, like Kevin yeah. and like and the stack of keyboards. I have a feeling though that there's probably listeners of this podcast. That are really cool at making customs that could take a Tom Paris figure and a toy van and make that for you. Yeah, you're and probably. Really well, yeah, they did a Voyager could, could toy they, line. Could they so. make it play yeah. living in a box? Though. Well, that would be the easiest part, I think. Yeah, you just put an iPod in there. Right. <laughs> or no, not even one of those little sound chips. All you, yeah, cause you can, that are in greeting yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, greeting card. card. yeah. yeah you yeah. can hack the sound chips in greeting cards. Yeah, yeah. real slide yeah. open door. That'd be magic. Oh, no, yes, yeah, you're right. The door opens. Oh, my gosh. Now I want this. Now we have a challenge for the listeners. Great. Bo, you know some fabricators. I, I do. Let's get on this. Okay. All right. I don't know many customizers as I know fabricators. Well, that's that's. Do you know any fans of Kevin? <laughs> well, I know who isn't a fan of Kevin, honestly. All right, so now we have Skeletor, the What's victorious the leader, with his little look at the little, little pig man. Little, does, I don't oh. think that is. I don't think that is related to Carl. No. But his job is to just sort of hold Skeletor's havoc staff while he's yeah. out. Like, yeah. I'm like, going out, hold right. my staff. I feel like he's a Jabba's palace extra. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's totally. a little pork. The little As a matter of fact, my, it might Light literally be. Pork, little, yeah. The little pink yeah. Cloud City people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he does look like a Ugnaught. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so half a preton until moonrise. It's funny watching the subtitles and looking at all the Eternian gibberish that they've been yeah, throwing Yeah, Polward means north. Polward means Skeletor's codpiece. Right. Does his what? Uh, so there's a guard in the back. Oh, the Death Star Trooper? But it totally looks like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it does. It absolutely does. And now Christina Pickles, for some reason, is starting to look like Skeletor. And it makes me wonder, is he trying to make her into his mate? Ooh, well, shit. He's, he's draining his, her life force. Yeah, 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 she's just getting old. But, but also, <laughs> Maybe he but also like... She's a cougar. Once she... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what's <laughs> after cougar? Guys. Isn't there like an after cougar? Like, uh, what is that? Lemur? Gilf? <laughs> Gilf? Well, no, that's that's grandpa. That's grandpa. Yeah, that's different. Like, yeah. That's a different thing. Uh, but but I don't know what hunts cougars. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, t- t- T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. She's turning into a T-Rex, which is an older lady that Dude, likes. You can't even stand close. Skeleton-headed fellas. That's such a great shot, right there. Yeah, yeah awesome. it really is. Wait, he, the way he just whips that sword. Yeah. Well, I mean, awesome. we're we're into the final scenes where they're like, okay, this is it. Skeletors. Everything yeah. is gonna, you know, that we're back on Eternia. Yep. All the shit looks like it should. Yep. Skeletor is getting ready to fuck up his whole plan, so it's perfect into right. the card. I mean, let's be honest. 
if this exact script had been done as a multi-part episode of the cartoon, we would have accepted it a lot better at the time. Mm -hmm. Sure, probably. Because all the characters would have looked like they were supposed to look. Mm -hmm. Sure, we would have had stupid Earth kids, but they, I mean, they did that in the cartoon. They did the Christmas episode. They did, uh, I mean, it's just a matter of context and of Basically, getting old and being like, well, okay, I can enjoy the parts that are kind of stupid now. Well, okay, well, as, as, since there's so much music, you know, in this, wrapped up in this film, living in a box, could, could Kevin successfully play the Horn of Evil? No. No? You don't think no, so? I don't think so. Well, with, with time, but not like right off the bat. Do you think that he could do a good cover of, uh, Orko and. No, Orko? don't even! <laughs> No, no, we do not. Day turns that. No, we do not talk about that. We talk yeah. about Blade's badass yeah, laser whip. Every laser time, whip. Uh, and the viewers or the listeners should rewind this because uh, every time he's about to hit him with a whip, he goes like, ah, like way before the whip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lundgren, you know, he's doing his best. What I prefer to notice about the whip scene is every time he gets whipped, Evil Lynn is like. I think uh, that, yeah, you're right. I think visually the cartoon wouldn't have gotten as into Skeletor's reaction, but the reaction is totally spot on for the character. Well, and I mean, and even in the cartoon, like, Skeletor's facial expressions, that's like, what, eight frames of animation they've got to work with? Right, totally. Course, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> you get so much more expression out of out of that mask. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you're right. It. Oh, gosh, it just looks like somebody took a tenderizing hammer to a couple of testicles and put a nose between them. <laughs> Again, what it's like a... somebody opened the act of the Covenant, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It looks like he's Flesh is melting off yeah, does. walls. Yeah, the weird little cheek droops. Do, uh, yeah, so awful. It it's like his eyes keep crying new cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> like a seashell. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> really and yet still better than Orko. <laughs> is it? I, I do. Oh, yeah. I hate Orko. I do, fucking do have, hate Orko. Do you have any Orko oh, figures? Yeah. No, I don't. Somebody, really? as a matter of fact, and, and I, I hate to even admit this because it makes me sound like kind of an there asshole. There it is, there it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Just sort of fucking rubbing his, it. rubbing his staff, watching yeah. any man get whipped. Hey, anymore, I'm going to climb in. A good friend of mine bought me, the, the Masters Universe Classics did an Orco figure with Prince Adam packed in as like an extra. Yeah. It, was, it was a funny concept. But he bought it for me because I had never bought the Orco because I hate Orco. And he was like, haha, I bought it for you as a gift. Now you have to keep it and put it out and whatever, and I, and I sold it. <laughs> I was like, "There's it not going to be any Orco on my shelf, motherfucker." That's what Phantom goes, "Man, I hate to say it, but Otis chewed that one up." No, I, I was straight up. I was like, "I sold that shit on eBay." <laughs> I'm not keeping an Orco. Look at that! Look at that! That's God, fantastic. that light where it's hitting the part of the top. Oh, so I have never eyes. seen. Like you mentioned earlier the eyes. I have so, never seen a skull look so sexy uh, since, at least since the last time I saw Iggy Pop perform live, <laughs> or an episode of Cougar Town. I've never seen one of those, so I can't. I can't use that. I this is a frame of reference. Television. I feel like I should have watched it. Yeah. Cougar Town. Yeah. You live. Well, you seem to be doing all right <laughs> without the reference. For the dream. <laughs> you seem to have figured it out. <laughs> 
I do love the holograms. <laughs> you, you, come on, you asked for that one. All right, I yeah, I do love the giant hologram Skeletor, yeah. but these guys are still standing around. They yeah, haven't been prisoner or anything yet. Like, yeah, the we've we've still had these captured. They're waiting for Skeletor to tell them what to do with the captured troops. They're like, they're like, okay, we get that you've taken over the planet. What the fuck do we do with these guys? We've yeah. been standing out here for like two days. Yeah, you gotta you wait been, until you gotta make him wait until He Man bows down to me. Yeah, He Man has to bow down. I love that little window. Looks yes. like the. Uh, the fucking shit in aliens. Oh, it's the star. And it's the yeah. Stargate Iris. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think a lot of sci-fi should use that. Well, I'm a big fan of that weird circular vent yeah. type. Like that's always cool looking. And here we go. Here it comes. And this. Okay, Ryan. So I was very excited to see your response to this it was because incredible because I I'd never seen this. Yeah. So I was kind of. Freaking out. Because it came out the year you were born, I think? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That would be it. That is correct. That would be it, yeah. Plus, I love the fact that it's yellow energy, because here his face is the same color it is in the cartoon for a minute. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good call. I hadn't really thought about that, but you're right. We do get just a moment of... of uh, proper Skeletor. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that he can deliver all that dialogue through all the scenery he's chewing through right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that scenery's not so good. in his way. He's going to chew the fuck amazing. out of it. Uh, but yeah, that, so we get uh, look, everybody, Karg's yeah. all like, ooh, what's happening Skeletor? This is amazing. And He-Man's just like, motherfucker, I hate this. Well, I yeah. can't talk. <laughs> I don't have any lines. I'm we mad. talked about the, the Jack Kirby New gods and yeah. throw everyone. Or you know, when we sit, we're about to see this part where you really get some good Jack Kirby I mean, this inspired. Up, yeah. This, I mean, that looks like something Jack Kirby would have drawn. Maybe like comic. the most Kirby thing that's ever been in a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. I mean, and here it comes. Oh, it's God, beautiful. So <laughs> I was like, what? It's it's like if I can be vile for just a moment, it's like H.R. Giger and Jack Kirby jacked off onto John Paul Gautier. <laughs> and oh, like, the I beams are so good. Although I really wish it left a mark. Like it didn't really do anything. Yeah. No. Well, it it's, like it's, his it's all about energy. <laughs> it's all about just sapping that He-Man strength. Yeah. It's not going to leave visible. It's like putting on a phone book on a guy before you hit him with a billy club. Like, well, it's not going to leave visible marks. Throughout yeah. this movie, though, Skeletor has, don't kill him. He's waiting right. for a, a specific moment. Right, I don't want him this to is, suffer. This is that moment. Yeah. Like, he wants to break out. Yeah, he won. This is it. He's, 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 he's eating his soul. Let's be real. In he front wants of an to, audience. Yeah. Really he wants to bang him. I think you're right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and who wouldn't want to... Wait, wait. I mean, he's Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I mean, he looks pretty good in a leather diaper. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And a cape. I feel... The cape... I feel is important. Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. Look at the bat wings. Yeah. Look at the golden yeah. bat wings on that Tusks thing. And Tusks and tubes and antlers and horns for days. Rubies. Yeah. Had a good time doing this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because they, I mean, at this point, they were like, "Look, there's nothing from the cartoon of the action figure line that looks anything like this. You guys just it's do your wild. thing." Yeah. They were like, "Make it gold and go nuts." Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. they did. And it is gold as fuck. Yeah. Makeup looks so phenomenal. If I can girl out for a second. Oh sure, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I do love this set piece that the car, yeah, half the, the car, the wall. Yeah, I like that it took everything out. Although it's a good thing none of them were standing like a foot to the left. Right. <laughs> Just a half a body. Yeah. Right. Imagine if it'd been like half a leg. And no, the arms has no arms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even 
be myself anymore. I'm just man. I'm just it's, man. And it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's Eternia, though, so they would have ended up with, like, yeah. roach arms or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Guess what, Lubick? Now you get to be elephant man, arm man. <laughs> man of trunks. This is my life now. I like that Lubick's earth shotgun is uh, kind of superior to the Eternian technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. I feel like that's not a strong enough statement, honestly. Yeah. Twilight Zone would have been the ending we were talking about before. And he we'll just kills like four dudes. Well, he's got to yeah. have his moment. He does. Five, he's, six. He's got a he's an evil end. And that's, that's when evil end yes. decides to go away. Lubick is what drives. <laughs> yes. Evil end's like, I don't know. This, that guy just shot Same four dudes again. Well, don't kill him. I want him alive. just kind of like picking him up and knocking him around. Like. As as you guys uh, said, I can't remember if it was Bo or Ryan, but like evil end's been to this party before. Right. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. knows where Skeletor is going to fuck it up. Right. Although, what she should be trying to do is she'd be trying to steal, find a way to steal that power from Skeletor, right, when yeah. he loses it. Yeah. That's what she should be Okay, doing. so did Blade just die? Because uh, He-Man just sliced him in the face and across the chest. Yeah, I don't think we see him again. Yeah, did he fall down a pit? I think he's done. Well, they didn't show him fall, but I mean, I feel like getting hit in the face... Where did the sword go? Oh, wait, what did he... The sword's still his life? Up. Yeah, yeah, it is. still locked into the chamber. So he hit him with his rifle. So, uh, yeah, maybe Blade's still around. Well, He-Man did, too, just until just a second ago, also still had the chains on his arms. Oh, right, right. Because he was wrapping them around guys and Which, pulling them toward him. And I like that on Eternia, they're not chains, they're tube things. Right. And uh, also, Skeletor, as a god, cannot somehow blast uh, through this statue. You can shoot I-beams anywhere you look. That's where I-beams go. They look where you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> they, they fire. Yeah. So, like, just look at him hard, yeah. you know? <laughs> No aiming required. Right. Sorry, Elder. It's, it's like on the back of the eighteen wheelers. If if I can see you, if you can see me, I can see you. Right. Yes. You don't. When you're, oh, when maybe you're that's what it is. Maybe he couldn't see He Man. All He Man has to do is hide. And Skeletor's like, I don't know where he is. I can't blast him. That's the thing about the, about I beam powers is like they don't miss. Yeah. I mean, but he's right in front of him. All he right. man has to do is put a blanket over him, and he's invulnerable to Skeletor's <laughs> god powers. And here's the moment all right. we, we the, all I mean, wanted to see. Here's the moment that disappointed us all. Yes. Yeah. Where he's already He Man, so he transforms into nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good It's a light play. show. Well, it's him stealing the power back. I mean, that's him. You know, well, it's like, do you feel your power weakening, He Man? That He just got the power back. Yeah. 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 That's what that was. Because he doesn't turn into Adam anymore. No, he doesn't. He left that behind. So sure. you're... I ache to, to smash you out of existence. Yeah, I want that on yeah, smash him. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I smash him yeah. in the ass. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, I seriously, I, I would buy a t-shirt that says I ache to yeah, smash that, uh, you Yeah, that eye existence. thing is not going to be the only sphincter that Skeletor is interested in opening. <laughs> Hey-oh! <laughs> and then the cool, the, the lights change. Yes, the lights are tremendous. Dramatic fight scene... Looks like it's on a float. Turn on the dramatic yeah. lighting. I like to picture yeah. they're like centurions. Well, like, no, no, it's those bald, no, it's the bald, the bald tech Oh, guys. you're right. Yeah, it's, it's skeletal Adjusting dials and yeah. bringing up lights. And, and they've got gels and stuff. Yeah. Bring down the house. Bring up the specials. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't notice this the first time around, but in one of those swings, Skeletor didn't actually deflect it. The 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 sword deflected off the horn on his helmet. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He-Man hits him in the head a couple of times. It's yeah. like he's specifically aiming for the helmet. And here we go. The staff somehow like is somehow the, the power is, the is in the staff, which is not power, the power went in through Skeletor's face. Never a part of anything. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, it's too bad. You need to ignore that, I guess. Skeletor. I must break you. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, because I, when I had my god power, I couldn't fight you, and now I'm going to... But now, now I'm going to take care of business. business. Yeah, now that you... Very yeah. painful for you. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he does knock he the, sword the sword out of yeah. man's hand. Mm-hmm. Like, is Skeletor, he just... He had all the ropes. A yeah, he had more competent. Oh, no. But instead, he gets emperored. Yep. I do like that you see him without the hood on, though. The end. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. Well, you actually, a second before that, saw him without the hood, too, because it got knocked and off his head. I, I love the yeah. close captioning yeah. here. No. no. Ah, no. No. <laughs> ah. Definitely no. Uh, shades of sheave Palpatine there. Yeah. yeah. Do not want And it. now, Sorceress gets her youth back somehow. She's amazingly. pickles again. Yeah. Man at Arms has a sword that he never used. <laughs> Which is well, weird because they had bought all those sword. all those pussies hid behind that car the entire time. Like, well, what do they you didn't mean? get out there and mix it up. They're uh, they're hiding behind cars. They're hiding behind keyboards. They're hiding behind all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Courtney Cox is healed. He man's armor is all shined up. Yeah, Lubick for he's some been, reason he's been is... bathed and oiled like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's got a girl. Yeah, this Saturnian <laughs> chick with big hair for some yeah, reason man. is with like her 80s hair. Yeah, yeah. I love Lubick. Like was he just awarded a woman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty much, yes. For your bravery and For your bravery. Here is our finest attorney. You get this large hand. I, yeah. I can shoot a shotgun. Yeah. I, never got, <laughs> I never got a woman. <laughs> this is some uh, fine attorney and poon. There's, yeah, there's Courtney Cox is like, don't, don't be. We're gonna know. We're gonna go. Lubick's like, I'm staying here where I can live in the Salty Castle with ladies. You and Courtney Cox and orphan and girls Evan, like yeah. I'm gonna go back. To We're home. gonna go home. Where like, I have no family. And then Goldar's like, "Hey, do you want me to send you back before your parents were dead?" She's like, "No, that's cool." Well, no, no, he doesn't offer it. He does. He says, he says exactly what he well, does. Well, he doesn't he say does. before he your parents did. Right, he right. Said, he says, "I can send you anywhere or anywhere." And then yeah. as she's leaving, she says, "No way." He, Gwildor says, "Like he's like, I can send you back in time." Like, right, right. Yeah, but he doesn't he's say, justify. Yeah, he's, he's, look, we'll see what he she's just been through a yeah. crazy attorney and misadventure. Also, she's like the whole molting of the like fifty Courtney Cox mogwise off of her. Are you sure you don't want to go back in your planet's history? Yeah. I can take you back in time to the past but he or future. Right. About his future. But think about yeah. the fact yeah. that this, this walking in with candy wrappers in his head is right. offering this. All that she's been through. So at the last minute she thinks, no, wait, can you? And it's... Alright, alright, yeah. right, that's fine. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I she's tired. She's been yeah. hanging out, like watching. She's been, it she's been in shock like five times today. Yeah. She's been wearing yeah. the same denim skirt for like Bejazzled three days now. Jacket. Yeah. She's already lost her job at Robbie's Ribs. Yeah, definitely. It's very sad. They, she had to turn her gun back in. Well, wasn't she? Wasn't she quitting that job at the beginning of the movie anyway? Because they were leaving town. Right, they were leaving town. Yeah. Now they've left town. They can't wait to get back. There, see, wait, wait, no, wait, I just thought back. about it. Don't uh, talk. Right, this right, is, that's fine. You know what? And that's my life every single day. No, wait, shit. Okay, <laughs> whatever. 
But she gets to go back and word the sign. What is Mormon? I wish we could find out what that sign says. Phenomenal. Oh, wait till you see it in its full splendor. Yeah. Ankle length. Better homes and gardens. Freaking. Getting me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, where's that? <laughs> cougar like a Oh, boy. yeah. And those socks yeah, and those ankles. This fucking... account's not for you, Ryan. It's for her. Lumberjack socks underneath you it. You gotta be careful wearing those kind of nightgowns. That's how Mormons get pregnant. I, <laughs> I wonder, where's her cold cream? <laughs> it's cold for Bart at all. <laughs> <laughs> her dad looks kind of Is her dad better. Bill Gates? Or Jeffrey her Dahmer. dad's got some awesome glasses. Yeah. I know that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer, so it's kind of all over the spectrum. No, you're right. There, well, there's there's a middle ground there, yeah. I think. There's a sh- there's some shared territory. I like that sweet 80s oven. Mm-hmm. What? He's just... Uh, we need you to come in for a day... And all you have to do is look perplexed. Oh, I can handle that. Can I wear my glasses? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Put those keys back. Oh, so she takes the keys so they can't leave. Okay, right. Let's, let's see. Not thinking about the spare keys. Yeah. Put out my nightgown. Yeah. That's what I want is them driving down the street like, well, we yeah, have we the spare keys. So Bye, honey. Have fun with Kevin. Yeah, have fun having sex with your boyfriend. You're dead, 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 dead beat. Yeah. We, we would tell you not to have sex, but we see the nightgown you're wearing is right. pretty much. And we've seen his van. We know what's going on in there. <laughs> but what would stealing their maps have to do with him going on a plane? Well, she stole the keys to the plane too, because he was the pilot. The, the dad's yeah. the pilot. Oh, the dad is the pilot. Yeah, yeah. That makes Bobby sense. paid much better attention. Yeah. <laughs> and here is clearly not enough attention to Cougar Town. Now, now here's this is just like the end of Krampus where they're inside the little ornament, but here Eternia is all inside that little blue ball the whole time. I have the power. We're like, the, ladies we're like and the gentlemen, men yeah. in black. that's that is one of the best commentaries we've had, I think, because yeah. right. there was no point in the last like twenty minutes where I felt like we should probably stop. Yeah. <laughs> at yeah, no point, the end. at yeah. no point did I stop being entertained by the movie or by us. So, yeah, so the movie clips along. Our our banter was good. So I think so. Red Ranger is fired. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. Bobby, Bobby, welcome to the team. Oh, yeah. uh, Nicole, also oh, yeah. uh, Battle Cougar is a part of the team now. <laughs> That's their name. Yeah. All right, Battle Cougar. All right, we gotta go. I'm we gotta sorry. go around and. Uh, Credit where credit is due. Bobby Nash, award-winning Bobby Nash. You, I don't think we even welcomed to the show in the beginning. That's my failing. I'll have now. I've got to work a lot harder on the intro. So, uh, where can we find you online? What are you up to? Uh, BobbyNash.com. I'm all over Facebook, sub, uh, whatever the other social medias are called. Um, I'm all over all of them, and you know, and you should listen to the last two episodes of the Needless Things podcast where you, Ryan, and I talked Spider-Man for two episodes. Yeah, you've hit the trifecta, which is very unusual for a guest, so congratulations on yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like all three were damn good episodes. I, I think so. Yeah. I think we're, this is a solid, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, Arian, uh, you're fired. <laughs> it's Ryan, Ryan and Bobby now. <laughs> so, the, the, I, I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at being yeah. on the episode. We just have to cool, take another reason not to leave my house. Record them twice. <laughs> Dude, I got house arrest on my bucket list. 
Yeah, I'd love to go out and do this shit you want to do, but I got the anklets. So. Uh, Mr. Bo Brown. Hi. What, what are you up to? Uh, do you have anything? Yeah, I'm a little busy yeah. getting ready for this whole DragonCon mess. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. There's What's a little that? thing called DragonCon. Uh, where I'm the puppetry track director. We've got a lot of really great guests lined up this year. Uh, the Chiodo <laughs> Brothers, really excited about that. So all of you guys come to the Curtis panel so you can see Karg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lining up all that stuff, uh, I'm about to leave for the Puppeteers of America National Festival in St. Paul, Minnesota next week, where I'll be hosting the National Puppet Slam. Got a great lineup there. And... Uh, if you want to watch old episodes of the Sci-Fi Janitors, knock yourself out on YouTube. Um, there's like a hundred billion of them you can get through. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, come to the puppetry track. We have a really good time. We have lots of really cool guests this year. Late night puppet slam, midnight on Sunday. Yeah, late night puppet slam, midnight on Sunday. And then when we get to Halloween, the Puck and Puppet Show season will start back up, which is Atlanta's uh, local pu- adult puppet variety show hosted by myself. Uh, and we'll have a show in October, a show in December, and a show in February. And if if I'm not working, I'll be at all of them in Fantastic. one form or another. Yeah. Such a lazy man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Cadaver, where can we find you online? Uh, yeah, just look up uh, the Caskey Creatures on Facebook and uh, Ryan Cadaver on Instagram. Uh, me and Nicole will be posting awesome pictures of Transylvania soon, so that'll be cool. So we keep up with our adventures on there. I'd also like to say, you know, we're so glad you're here because you just came, you came like from a show last night. Like he's still half in his makeup right. on oh, the yeah. show. No, yeah, two shows <laughs> back to back. Yeah, was, yeah. You've like, got some. You've got a nice white mouth yeah. action going on. But like, nice. I mean, I woke up late. We, I was like, either here's shower. Here's the thing: is like we made plans. Weeks ago, so I made sure, and he honored he honored that commitment. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm just that's I'm true. not a like uh, what's the word fucking bastard. Uh, like I was just making sure that you know I am a I fucking think, bastard, and I'm still here. I think slack ass. Wait, wait, wait. Here it is. Here it is. You guys, if you wait through the credits, we stuck around for this. Skeletor rising uh, out of the lake of bubblegum, making a completely false claim yeah. that he'll be back. He'll, All right. Uh, everybody here, thank you for showing up, talking about the movie, everybody thank listening you. at home. Uh, thanks a lot. We're done. Good journey. Good, Good journey. We all agreed that that was one of the most fun commentaries that we've had. And it's, I, I think one of the reasons it was fun is that we did all sit down and watch this thing that disappointed uh, those of us who were born prior to 1987 the first time around so much. And now that we've got a little more perspective, we understand the circumstances of how it was made. Uh, we can appreciate performance and costuming and, and the work that was done to create Eternia a little bit more now. And, and we really enjoyed sitting back and kind of just taking this thing in as a group and and it was a great time it was a really fun time if you enjoyed it you should go and join the needless things podcast facebook group and tell us what you think or if there's a movie that you think we should watch we're actually booked up through like february right now as far as what we're watching but if you have any suggestions for movies that you would like to hear us review well not review but you know just enjoy uh send them in We'll, we'll do it. We'll put them on the schedule for some time in the next two years, I guess. San Diego Comic-Con coverage starts next week. And the week after that, 
should be the first Dragon Con episode, but I'm actually having some difficulty hearing back from potential guests. So we we may end up with a Comic-Con two-parter. We may end up with the first Dragon Con episode uh, two weeks from now. I am not sure yet, and that's how we roll sometimes around here in the Phantom Zone. Uh, please visit NeedlessThingsSite.com and do your Amazon shopping through that big old Amazon Square. Visit SupportPhantom.com and help me get to Toy Fair or something. Or, shit, at least recover some costs for the game show. You guys, woof. All right, that's all I got for this week. Good journey. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vix employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.